views given my imminent godhood. These primitives should really be beneath my attention. Still, no score is too small to settle, I always say. You would turn the full fury of this mighty warship on a lone anthropoid? Tell me, Megatron, where's the honor in that? Fourth of July weekend to our American listeners and happy great value brand Fourth of July to our Canadian listeners. See what I did there? That's what uh. I like to call Canada Day. <laughs> Welcome to episode 47 of Too Much Energon, the Laser Comb Caught Podcast. Already fumbling my words, but we're powering through. Too Much Energon is the Lasercomb podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars. I am one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And I'm your other host, NeoCal. Uh, so, NeoCal, how did you fare in the ungodly heat wave that we just experienced in the Pacific Northwest? Okay, so before any listeners give us fucking shit for talking about the weather again, <laughs> there actually was an ungodly, unprecedented. The yeah. hottest day ever recorded on the island we live on. And it yeah. was actually impossible to go outside. Yeah, it we, was uh, 41 degrees Celsius at one uh, point. And I'm like, shouldn't yeah. be half the bo- half boiling temperature. Yeah, it um, on a Tuesday there at one point, because uh, me and my partner went out for dinner that night. Oh, and uh, well, we went to a pub at because. Yeah, and they presumably air conditioned. Presumably air conditioned, but they ended up sitting us outside on the patio because the inside was completely full, and we're like, "For fuck's sake!" And according to my Apple Watch, it was 104 degrees Fahrenheit, which is like I think, which is I think is like 42 Celsius. And uh, uh, let me tell you, it never gets that fucking hot. It was hotter here than it was in like California. Hotter here than it was in California or Florida. Yeah, that's just it. It's utter insanity. Um, our American friends, um, there were Twitter posts and stuff saying like, "Why the fuck is Seattle like thirty degrees hotter than LA?" <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that, that, uh, you, yeah, you mentioned that to me, but I saw a lot of my Seattle Twitter sphere people like going nuts. So it just wasn't uh, wasn't just us. Uh, Western Canadians. It was yeah that little area. Hopefully, that's moved on to go pester the Albertans and the Saskatchewaners. <laughs> uh, well, it wasn't. Uh, 
wasn't too too bad today. I think today it was only I think it peaked at like eighty Fahrenheit. I'm trying to teach myself Fahrenheit because uh, yeah, yeah, because uh, well, that's where most of our listeners are, and we have some American friends now, and an American co-host on another one of our podcasts. True, I think she's learning both quite well because she interchangeably uses them. Yeah, so she's she's figure she's figuring it out. Yeah, and uh, taking inspiration from her, I'm trying to do the same. Hmm. Speaking of heat. Yeah. Stealing my segue. My planned yeah. segue. Yeah. Uh, speaking that that of wasn't heat. me, folks. He thought about that first. <laughs> uh, and if you want proof of that, subscribe to us for $5 a month on Patreon, where you can hear outtake slash preamble audio of this and every other Lasercomb podcast we do. And like five minutes of me making shadow puppets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, purely in audio format, too, so it's a hell of a bargain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, um, I never thought about that. But... <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, speaking of heat, uh, an announcement was made uh, regarding the upcoming uh, Transformers movie. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yes. The, the movie itself was announced last week, and I forgot to talk about it on last week's podcast, but... Uh, next Transformers movie, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. The Beasts are back, baby. They've announced Optimus Primal, Rhinox, and Air Razor as maximal characters that are going to be appearing in the film. Amazing. I'm so glad Bird Mom. <laughs> Alongside uh, Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, and the Terrorcons. I don't know. They've also confirmed Predacons, too, so... But apparently mm. the, the main villain of that film is going to be a terror con named Scourge. Terror con. Rolls yeah. off the tongue. <laughs> terror con. Terrorize. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you did that so much better than I did. Yeah, it sounded like we both did it perfectly. <laughs> if if Terrorsaur isn't the, the leader <laughs> of the terror cons, I'll be very disappointed. If Terrorosaur isn't in this movie, we riot. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so Optimus Primal uh, going to be a uh, character in Transformers Rise of the Beast. And uh, oh, yes. immediately, immediately, like, I shit you not, I got a Twitter notification within minutes after this information went public uh for a petition <laughs> that someone wanted me to sign friend of the show so i'm not throwing shade at them no. but uh it, it was from a friend of the show a very passionate beast wars fan um to sign a petition to bring back gary chalk as the voice of optimus primal which you know what i get it like they brought back peter cullen for optimus prime uh because he did the voice of prime in the original cartoons and they brought him back for yeah. the movies so I, I get it. Um, I was never a fan of that choice, to be perfectly honest. I remember one of the back when mm. the first Transformers movie was in development, one of the big front runners to voice Prime was George Clooney, and I would have been down with that. Oh, interesting. Well, I can yeah, see I, that. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I think he would have done a good job. Um, but yeah, they got Peter Cullen, so it makes sense that P Beast Wars fans would be like, "Bring back Gary Chalk." And I'm like, whatever, yeah, I see it. I'll sign the petition. 
I think petitions are fucking uh, such a fucking waste of time in general, like with anything. But I'm I don't like, know if there's proof of them accomplishing anything, but especially I've online signed, petitions. I yeah, <laughs> I swear that the I I didn't just get a thousand bots to sign. Yeah, well, petition. well, and back in the day, like door to door petitions, like you actually had to put the fucking work in. So I feel like those, but like actual you put like, a contact and, number yeah. and you, your signature. Yeah. And someone would literally have to go door to door collecting signatures. So I feel like back in the day, petitions like that held more weight than like online petitions that go on now. Um, a university student came to my apartment one time um, to protest the HST. And I said... <laughs> oh, I remember when that was a thing. Well, why do you want to protest this? And they tried to explain some things to me. And I'm like, I mean, this will be better for, like, most people. Like, why, why is this a big deal? And uh, they were kind of like really trying to sell it and i'm like do you have a petition to keep the hst and they just like walked away and i was like because oh. <laughs> i'll sign that one <laughs> because i i do auditing right and yeah let me tell you when the hst was around um much better for for me at least um, yeah, but I... that was just something for like university students to protest and feel like they changed and they did, but I feel like a lot of them didn't know why. Just HST bad. I remember a lot of like blue collar people, yeah, uh, being really against it too. Um, I didn't know enough about it to give a shit one way or another. I'm just like, oh well, it's I, yeah. <laughs> it, Anyone it's listening? Like... They were they were combining. It's basically um, sales harmonized tax. sales tax. It was combining our provincial tax and our federal tax so state and federal taxes into like just one chunk so there's less less groundwork needed to be made for i don't know the way that i looked at it was and this is very a very very simplified way of looking at it and i fully admit that i know nothing about economics at all i'm in fact i'm terrible with money in general <laughs> I, as for the, the the video viewers of the show can see I, I buy like exorbitantly overpriced Transformers for instance but look how cool they are yeah um, <laughs> but basically like I understood the HST as being like so the GST the government sales tax is what like 5% and the provincial sales tax is 7% now we have the harmon we've combined them and we have the harmonized sales tax which I think was like 11%. But it was yeah. more things were taxable. So I'm like yes. mathematically that's just easier to figure out. Yes. And like yep. that th that was all I cared about. So when it came around yeah. I was like, okay. And then when it went away I was like, okay. Same. I was like, huh. <laughs> now some people uh, on the internet weren't reacting that way when the voice of Optimus Primal uh, in the upcoming Transformers Rise of the Beast film was Much actually announced. conversation point than the boring taxes. Of... <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's all good. But no, people people had some, some words. 
to say. Yeah, so uh, within like maybe a day or two of all these petitions going live, um, well, it turns out Hasbro didn't give a shit. Hasbro and Paramount Pictures didn't care because they announced that Ron Perlman, motherfucking Hellboy himself, is going to be voicing Optimus Primal in Transformers Rise of the Beast. And I saw that and I'm like, you know what? It would have been cool if they'd brought back Gary Chalk. But Ron Perlman is a accomplished actor in his own right. And he has the gravitas in his voice needed for a role like Optimus Primal. Cool. I'm on board. Yeah. That, uh, that, that, that was is... not a, that was not a common take. I was noticing no. on uh, online. Oh no, no, no. There was a whole lot of, uh, uh, Hasbro doesn't give a shit about the fans. Paramount doesn't give a shit about the fans. This is an embarrassment. I'm boycotting this film. And then that spilled over into people bitching about war for Cybertron kingdom. Uh, the upcoming right. Netflix series also not bringing back any of the original voice cast. And, uh, yeah, there was a whole lot of, uh, just vitriol about the, the whole thing. And, uh, I don't really get it. I, like, I don't understand boycotting that you, some, something that you claim to love and saying, I'm like, I'm done. I'm not going to like watch this, blah, blah, blah. But like, yeah. are you, are you a fan of the show or are you a fan of the voice actors? And well, right. Cause yeah. if you're a fan of the show, you want to see transformers. Yeah. And it can I'm... still be good. Yeah. Like I, I, you and I have spoken about, um, the, uh, the war for Cybertron. So on much. Netflix, right. And, um, me, you convinced me to like start watching it. And I was like, this is very good, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, apparently, that's not the the squeaky wheel gets the the grease or something, something, right? Like yeah, we the, always uh... hear about all the negative things because people that hate something will post a lot more than people that like something. Right? <laughs> the the squeaky wheel gets the energon. Sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and in uh, this but... case, the squeaky wheel is me. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, it, like, I was seeing people just being like, oh, the, this movie is going to be complete dog shit because they didn't bring back Gary Chalk or like War for Cybertron Kingdom is going to be absolutely terrible. Like, I already know it's terrible because they didn't bring back the, the original voice cast. And I'm just like, I'd rather wait and watch it before I decide whether it's good or bad. I'm not, look, I love this show, but like I'm not so married to the voice cast that. Why are like, we angry that they have a different animation team? Yeah, or a different writing team, or do, do you know what I mean? Like, why <laughs> there are many people behind the project? Yeah, I like the the animators are fucking important, right? And it's just they're 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 actors, they're voice yeah. actors, and they like. But people always get mad when there's like a new fucking Batman. So I. <laughs> well, and that was something that I thought about too. I'm like, I'm like, these are, these are, well, now they're enduring characters that, and this isn't even the first time they've been reused. Like 
Optimus Primal was uh, appeared also voiced by Ron Perlman. <laughs> so like them run, recasting run these hit. characters isn't even unprecedented. Hell, the fucking video game had like a completely different voice cast doing like dipshit soundalikes. And and Ron <laughs> Perlman has more recently been Optimus Primal than than Gary Chalk. Than yeah. Gary Chalk. Yeah, and um it didn't even matter who they chose i mean he he's an accomplished voice actor already uh he's yeah. like the narrator in the um the fallout games right yeah, yeah. Um, war war never changes that's that's ron perlman yeah war war never changes he and now beast wars never change <laughs> beast wars beast wars never changes except except they I, except hellboy gets to voice <laughs> optimus prime <laughs> Maybe I should be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. Anyways, I understand like people's um, concern and how much they love the original. Um, but I also don't understand um, being so upset by it that you're emotionally sabotaging your chances of enjoying it. Yeah. Right? Like, it's... But yeah. I also, like... I feel like a lot more people have the currency known as fucks to give out. And I, I have barely any fucks. Like my, my, my yeah. fucks have run, run it. My, my fucks have runneth over long, long ago. I, I look upon the field, which I grow my fucks and behold, for it is bare. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I don't. I don't have enough energy to care. I'm just excited that there's Beast Wars stuff. You know what? Same. Same. What if Hasbro was like, you know what, fans, you don't fucking get anything now. It's all canceled. Which yeah, would, that, got, would, would they suck. be happy? No, I'd be like, <laughs> no, I. Oh, can can we please have Beast Wars stuff? Yeah. Even if it was the derpy, fucking terrible voice actors <laughs> from the video game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it seems yes. we meet again, Megatron. <laughs> hmm. Yes, the planet has energon. <laughs> Too much energon. And we are cast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're cast. Oh man, I would love to do I would do that shit for free. We should um quite like very seriously, <laughs> like voice actors, do the entire in intro from episode one with it's just you and I. Oh man, we could we could do that for like the intro for like uh the the 25th anniversary uh episode that we're planning for later this year. There we go. Hull breach in sector seven, guidance systems failing. <laughs> I have to go Keanu when you do <laughs> who is that? Cheetor? Yeah. Cheetor, yeah. Uh. Ah, oh, a little torment, I think, first. Yes. Side guns. Hoo-hoo! <laughs> uh. Well, so look forward to that, everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a... That's a uh, I, I hadn't even considered that. That's a fucking golden idea, man. <laughs> but, but it sounds like we're in agreement that, um, like, we don't think that to the people that this is important to, we don't think they're dumb, <laughs> yeah. right? But we just, it's, we're, we're okay with, with yeah. anything. Yeah, the, the official stance on uh, uh, of too much energon 
is that we're fine with Ron Perlman as Optimus Primal, and we're fine with an entirely new voice cast in War for Cybertron yeah. Kingdom, because we're just excited that Hasbro's doing something with these characters again. And would, would I not be excited if Gary Chalk did do it? I, I'd be like, holy shit, <laughs> Gary Chalk is yeah. Optimus Primal. That's but, cool. <laughs> but listen, I want to just add one thing. It would be weird because all the rest of the voice actors would be different. To me, that would be weirder. Yeah. I'd rather I, have I, all new cast, right? Than one or two voice actors that were the same and then the rest different. It would mess with my head. It'd be like, oh, weird. There's Rat Trap. Oh, and there's Dinobot. Oh, but Optimus is different. Like, do you know what I mean? If Scott, yeah, Scotty yeah. was, yeah. Um, I, I felt that way. Uh about them bringing Peter Cullen in to do Optimus Prime in the original Transformers movie. So it's like... Because okay. everyone else sounds different. Because everyone else was different. It's like, okay, yeah. like we, we don't have Frank Welker back as Megatron. They ended up... He ended up being Megatron in the later movies, but for the first yeah. couple, it was Hugo Weaving. Right, right. And he stepped yeah. down, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, Man, to, to reading, me... <laughs> reading interviews, uh, Hugo Weaving... Uh, Back in the mid 2010s, like a few years after he had already left the role of uh, the voice role of Megatron in the Transformers movies, he gave an interview where he talked about his experience on the movie. And he was just like, basically, like, yeah, I didn't care about it. I got paid. I went into a studio and read lines for like a half hour. Never even met anybody involved. Never met Michael Bay. Never even talked to him. Easy money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Puts on I respect that. shades. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I respect how Frank. I, I respect how Frank he is about it. Yeah, he's a serious actor. God damn it! They're like, but, oh well, why didn't like why did you stop after like the second or third movie? He's just like, eh, it just wasn't interesting anymore. It was barely interesting to begin with. with. Yeah. It was barely interesting <laughs> to begin with, but it just stopped being worth. So it, it. sounds like we're in the same same boat in that. It's kind of all or nothing for us. It would yeah. be weird hearing one of the voice actors be the same and everyone else different. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to get that out of my head. So all or all or nothing for me. The fact that they're all new people, I I'm okay with. Yeah. It's so like maybe we should make a petition where every single voice actor is is brought back, even depth charge. <laughs> I I don't think he's gonna be. <laughs> You better I, not I'm fucking be in it. <laughs> uh, I, I will sign a petition not. to keep Death Death Charge from being in the Beast Wars movie. God damn it! I, I would, yeah, I would sign a petition back to, to just like completely. Actually, you know what? I'll fucking say it on air. I would sign a petition to completely erase seasons two and three from the canon. Fight me. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm I, sorry. That's a, glim that's a glimpse into our season two and three summary that will be coming soon. Yeah, coming coming next week. Uh, and uh, well, but before before we get to that, uh, this week we are talking about Nemesis Part One and Two, the final episodes of Beast Wars. I can't believe we're here. I that's it, man. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's that's it. That's all she wrote. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, this is episode 47. 46. Oh, God, I feel like an idiot right now. Ford. This is episode... F- 46. 46. Fuck, I can't believe I messed that up. <laughs> um, I have my uh, notes because I did the intro for Black last, last week, and I wrote right. 45. Right, <laughs> right. I'm, I, I'm normally way more on the ball with that, but uh, I, I apologize, listeners. I was dealing... Welcome to episode. <laughs> I, I was dealing with some horrendous uh, allergies from my Too cat. Too much allergies. Too much allergies. My cat came into the house from outside, being outside all day, and he, like, jumped on my lap and, like, rubbed his head, like, into my face and whatnot, and very shortly afterward, my face started burning with ungodly pain, and, like, my eyes were watering, and my nose was plugged, and, like, I ended up having to, like, smear, like, medicated cream all over my face and like rinse my eyes out and use a bunch of nasal spray and so i'm a little it it took me about two hours to recover from this so i'm a little still a little cloudy (laughs) yeah so like stomach issues it's a big it's a big thing bad news bears bad news news, scorpionok so this is episode 46 of Too Much Energon, where we are talking about Nemesis, part one and two, the two-part series finale of Beast Wars, the 51st and 52nd episodes overall. They originally aired on March 6th and 7th, 1999, respectively. Oh, uh, like back-to-back days. Yeah, back-to-back days. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Last week's episode, uh, Other Victories, featuring uh, uh, the Valk and their Kitbash Transformer, uh, aired on March 5th, so the day before. So it was a wham-bam-bam. Single-handedly, the the worst episode of Beast Wars. And we will fight (laughs) everyone on that. Yeah, we we tore that one apart. And uh, we'll see how these ones fare. Uh, Cal, you want to yeah. take it away? Oh, yes. It's spooky. There's lightning. The sky's gray. Uh, so to recap what was happening, the Predacons don't have a base, and the Maximals have a new Max- Maximal. And the yep. Maximal is practicing Kung Fu in the volcano where the Ark is. Yeah, yeah, he's doing he's yeah, he's doing this weird like shadow boxing kind of yeah, with like chi energy or something. I I I don't alien energon. I, <laughs> I I I don't know. And Optimus, and Optimus is narrating it. Go yeah, ahead. <laughs> yeah. Optimus is narrating this with some like straight up like biblical <laughs> slash like Shakespearean shit. Uh, he's reading from the Covenant of Primus, or as Cal referred to it off air, the Cyber Bible. The Cyber so Bible. <laughs> that's what that's what we'll we'll be referring to it as for the rest of the episode. So Optimus yeah. is reading from the Cyber Bible. What does and, he say? Uh, A mighty warrior came down from the sky, and uh, what does he say? A rainbow is upon his head, and fire <laughs> pillars of fire beneath his feet. 
And uh, what is it? And the great dragon was cast out onto the earth, and his followers were cast out with him. And then and even even Rattrap, like so Rattrap comes into frame, <laughs> and even he is just like, What the fuck are you talking about, bud? <laughs> <laughs> and while um Optimus is narrating this prophecy, it's funny what? that we've never heard about this bullshit till now. <laughs> What what uh, Rattrap says is, what in the seven spiral galaxies are you jabbering about? <laughs> I and, fucking and love it. Before um, that happens, the, the Tai Chi moment, ti Tiger Hawk? Not Taiga Hawk, Tiger Hawk. It, it's Tiger yeah. Hawk, right? It's you know what's funny? Hawk. You know how we used to make fun of... Um, Optimus calling Tigatron Tigertron. Yeah. He calls Tiger Hawk Tiger Hawk twice. Oh, in this really? Episode. I didn't yeah. even notice that. So oh, he keeps that's hilarious. Mixing it up. Yeah. And, uh, but and re really, people it... want this guy back as Optimus Primal. Guy who can't, <laughs> he even, can't say even remember Tigatrons. <laughs> oh. uh, but the, the Tiger Hawk is making like dragon ball z energy ball in its hand yeah and then kamehameha blasting it i <laughs> it's, it's a fucking alien i don't know yeah it's, anyways uh, move, some move. alien bullshit um yeah so rat traps like what the fuck are you on about bud and uh rhinox mentions that it's the the covenant of primus and only two copies are known to exist. And, and guess I, what? Optimus Primal has one. Optimus has one. I have things to say about that later on when we'll get there. How um, does Rhinox know what the tenants are? If Sorry, what the, the verses are. Um, if there's only two in existence. I, I presume okay, okay, there's digital so, copy. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so... Only two copies are known to exist. And so one was in the Ark. So that presumably that's the one that uh, Optimal Optimus is reading from. Yep. And uh, later on in the episode, to jump ahead, because who cares? Um, when uh, Dragontron uh, gets to the Decepticon ship, the Nemesis, he finds the other copy there. And he's reading from it. And he makes a comment about how like reading that was how he was why he took the name Megatron. And I'm like, if there are only two copies in existence, how the fuck did you read this, bud? This is what I think. Okay. I think there there's digital copies of the text. But as yeah. far as like a, a book with paper in it, there's only two. There's just mm -hmm. two physical copies. That's how what I thought. Because that would make sense. Because that's how Rhinox recognizes what it is. Right. Yeah, why the hell would Transformers have, like, paper books? Oh, yeah, that's actually odd to me. That they yeah. would have a, a paper-bound, like, book. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's a very it's human weird. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are They've exceptionally never... technologically advanced creatures, so... It's never shown them reading a magazine or a book. 
just maybe imagine, just, just imagine like Wheeljack or something like sitting in like a like a dentist's office waiting room, like with like one leg like crossed over the other, with like holding a magazine. <laughs> just go to turn a page and it just rips in a giant metal fucking hand. <laughs> He's trying to read like a human size magazine, so it's like <laughs> it's like super tiny. <laughs> He's just like destroying the pages every time. He... <laughs> uh, but uh, apparently, he says, "I read them for the articles." <laughs> I read them for the articles. I can't do wheel check right now. Apparently, I that almost sounded remember. like quick strike. Yeah, quick strike. I, I can't was... read. Yeehaw! <laughs> I was kind of like channeling jazz a little bit there because I actually there don't was remember. A jazzy. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh... Uh, Wheeljack's voice right now. He's like d dad. He's like the dad of the 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 Transformers. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Rhinox is like, this is our last uh, opportunity to end the Beast Wars once and for all. Blah blah. So and... I just paused it on two twenty one. Yep. It's not full of paper. There's a cassette in it with oh. a, a <laughs> video. Oh my god, that's that's kind of amazing, actually. How did I miss that? So it's an e-reader, except it has a cassette. I but love it, it. It has audio and that's that's really cool. I don't. I can't believe I missed that before. I, I love that it's a cassette because, like, see the holes keeping... for the speakers. Yeah, yeah, that that's keeping cool. in line with like, like, like retro, like like future tech from like nineteen eighty four. Retro futurism. Yeah, yeah. Eighties yeah. tech futurized. That's my favorite version of the of the future. My favorite version of the future, by the way, like the eighties version of the future. <laughs> yeah, I love it too. Like Blade Runner and shit like that. That kind of aesthetic. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I really like that they've got like computers in their vehicles in Blade Runner, but like it's old shitty DOS. But like <laughs> yeah. there's an AI on the <laughs> on the program with that can answer like any question. <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, all we gotta do is find them their Predacons, then we can end the Beast Wars once and for all. Yeehaw, I'm gonna drink a beer. He's not Rhinox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't done trucker Rhinox in a long time, so I, yeah. I feel I wanted to bring that. This is this is our last our last opportunity to do it. He's been in the background for so long. I like that he he's still in the background for these episodes, but he has one moment we'll get to that's he has pretty, a pretty pretty great, epic. Yeah, he has a pretty great moment. Um, so, so the yeah, Predacons they, are hiding in the fucking mud. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh. Yeah, they they literally are. And, and uh, they're quick, stupid Predacon hijinks. <laughs> yeah, they yeah quick strike bitches about like not wanting to to hide from the Maximals and Megatron's like we are at a tactical disadvantage. Yes, and then Rampage, Rampage like shakes Megatron and he's like, "Where is she?" <laughs> he's like, "You led us to defeat. This is your fault." And I'm like, "Well." Yeah. <laughs> and then yep. uh Dino Clone like 
produces his his spark and squeezes it to torture Rampage. Yeah. Uh yeah, so to to quickly summarize this yeah. scene, like they're 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 arguing back and forth. Uh Inferno is like, or Inferno is like, we need a new colony. I shall find it. So him, Megatron's like, oh, excellent. Take Quick Strike with you. Yes, go find us a new base. And then is he mentions, sorry, go ahead. Oh, their their mission's completely fucking pointless. It, he's just getting uh, he's just the getting rid of out of the way, right? Yeah, yeah. So like he, that's he, why he always had sent them to go build. Um... Jamming stations? <laughs> right. <laughs> he was like obsessed with jamming stations in season two. And See, he was, was always sending the dumb ones. When I was a kid, <laughs> I just thought he was that was something that you do because there's a lot of episodes where um or at least one, not a lot. There's episodes where uh the maximals um signals or radio is jammed. Right. Uh so I'm like, oh good, they're putting up all these posts. Now that I've watched it with you. Uh, it's to get the idiots out of his hair. <laughs> yep. And I, I, I watched this shortly before recording, and it's to completely just get the idiots away from him. Like, this is a <laughs> stupid-ass mission. Go find another base. And Inferno's like, of course, royalty! <laughs> yes, um, my Waspinator- queen. Yes, my queen. Oh yeah, he sends Waspinator off with them too. With Waspinator and, with them, and uh, I, Waspinator has some sick fucking burns. This episode, man. Like he's yeah. like Ant- Antbot, not find own thorax with both hands and a road map. <laughs> and they do some Three Stooges pranks on each other. Yeah, that's pulls his some, antennas or something. Surprisingly clever from uh, from Waspinator. He's got some good fucking zingers. <laughs> but yeah, so but yeah, Megatron... I, I love that. He's like, oh, yes, Inferno, take, take Quick Strike and Waspinator and go find a go find a new base. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's like, uh, oh, Tarantulus's treachery may lead me to victory yet. That scheming spider was up to something. Cheers. And he refers to him as Unicron Spawn. So... Did I miss something? Well, this answers the question of, like, why Tarantulas was trying to destroy the Ark wholesale a few episodes ago. And you were like, oh, like, wouldn't that that take him out as well? And I'm like, well, that gets addressed. It gets addressed. It's in a quick, like, throwaway line of dialogue. And no explanation... Is but given beyond that. Unicron changed Predacons into the. Do they have a name? Are they Unicronians? Unicronians? Um, because Galvatron is just Unicron energized uh, Megabyte. A G1 Megatron, yeah. Megabyte. Wow. I think that's the first time I've done the, the switcheroo. Anyone yeah, listening, I also do it. I usually I, I do, we do a reboot podcast, <laughs> and boy, let me tell you, I have called Megabyte Megatron like a dozen <laughs> times at least. Uh, but yeah, Bob, um, Bob's there's... Burgers with Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> but are there are there Unicronians? I don't think so. I have no idea. 
But apparently, so tarantulas. What are they talking about? Apparently, tarantulas and the Tripredicus Council are descendants of Unicron. Because last episode, tarantulas was like, I and the Tripredicus Council have different origins that are not of Cybertron. Do you know anything about that? <laughs> or is this a. No, I, I know nothing about it. I just know what the show has told me, which uh, isn't much. Yeah, but... if you're if you're listening um, and you know all about that, like absolutely, email or comment or uh, Twitter us. We'll drop our handles at the end and like fill yeah. us in on that lore because I'm so fucking interested how Tarantulas is descended from Unicron. I wonder if the the Transformers wiki will be helpful. It's it has to ha has to. Um, but while Christopher is looking that up, um, what is uh, the the good Predacons that are left? Dino Clone Two, Rampage, and um, Megatron. Uh, they they start looking around the the wreckage, looking for some something that Tarantulas left behind to help them. And indeed, immediately. Immediately, Dino Clone 2 finds a hatch that goes down to a another secret tarantula space. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, yeah. Apparently he had, like, when did he have the time to make all of... <laughs> and yeah, the resources? I, what, where did he get the metal and the resources to do all this? Yeah, I, I... Well, he did kind of disappear from the show for a little while. There were whole strings of episodes where Tarantulas was just fucking gone. But, yeah. like, how did he get all the, the scrap metal to make new parts? Like, is he melting all this shit down? Like, this metal ladder, right? Where did he get the metal for the ladder? The computer components. Where did he... How did he make... How did he make all this stuff? Yeah, I, I have things... I, I have questions about that when, uh, when we get There's a there. big-ass question about how Tarantulas made things coming up later that I know you're going to comment on. Yeah. Uh, so from the Transformers wiki, uh, according to Bob Forward, who is one of the uh, creators of Beast Wars, uh, originally Megatron's line about Unicron spawn was not intended to be fact, but instead an insult, roughly equivalent to how useless flesh creatures may metaphorically deride each other's parentage. However, the line developed a life uh, of its own, much like Pterosaur's line about the dark side. Eventually, the connection was inserted into 3H Productions' Primeval Dawn storyline, but there's no evidence that Megatron actually knew of Tarantulas' connection to Unicron when he made that comment. Larry Dottilio, who was the other creator of the show, uh, would later say that Bob regrets the Unicron spawn line. He wasn't really thinking about it when he dropped that one in. So okay. it's a line that the creators regret. <laughs> yeah. There we go. But, I mean, Tarantulas It's, it's did... cool. It's interesting. Yeah, and, like, I can see why the fandom latched onto that, because, like, in the last episode, uh, Tarantulas did mention that uh, he and the uh, Tripredicus Council are not descendant of Decepticons. They have different origins. And, like the like unicron spawn like throwaway line even if the writers didn't really intend it like that kind of at least gives a little bit explanation it's a little bit of a 
a tie-up instead of just introducing something new. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I have more questions about that, but that's what Tarantulas meant. Cool. Yeah. But the fact that that's like not it. actually what the, the writers intended, now I'm meant like... Meant to be an insult? <laughs> yeah, now I'm like, okay, so what the fuck was Tarantulas' origin then? And the Tripredicus Council. The it show leaves wonder the show they're... leaves so many like unanswered questions. It pisses me off. Um, what are those dudes with like the multiple heads that created the Cybertronians? Oh, the Quintessons. What if they're like quintessentials? Quintessential. <laughs> <laughs> they are quintessential transformers. Cheers. <laughs> they are quintessential oils. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so who is it? You, what Sil Silverbolt and Depth Chart after? Okay, what's going on here? Um, oh yeah, so they they find a hatch down. The Predacons find a hatch down to uh, Tarantulas is like another one of Tarantulas's secret lairs that you were another. Yeah, that you were alluding to earlier, and a gigantic they... secret base, the biggest we've ever seen. Yeah, they, they climb down, and then uh, Silverbolt and Depth Charge show up, and uh, Optimus is like, wait for... And they radio in, and Optimus is like, wait for backup, and Depth Charge is like, fuck you, Protoform X is down there, bud. I'm X going in. There. I'm a rabbit dog. Nobody can stop me. <laughs> so he goes after them, and I'm a dog Optimus chasing is like... tires. I wouldn't want, know what to do with one, even if I caught it. I'm like a death charge chasing <laughs> Protoform X. I wouldn't know what to do with him if I caught it. Maybe stab him. <laughs> Blow us uh, up. So back at Arc Mountain, uh, Optimal Optimus transforms into his like horrendous oh. jet mode and like is talking to the Maximals and is talking so with his hands when he's in jet mode. And I bitched Listeners about this the on the show. I know that Christopher loves this. Yeah, I fucking hate it so he's talking but with he his has hands. no mouth that moves he's he's just i don't a jet shouldn't have hands and feet yeah <laughs> and those hands should not be expressive like he shouldn't no be moving them talking. around he shouldn't be moving them around like he's i would rather I, they emerald lagasse <laughs> i i would rather they didn't animate the jet's hands moving. Yeah, and he, same. he was just still. Yeah, same. It's like if he's in a jet mode, then he's in a jet mode. Like it's he shouldn't have limbs that move. For instance, um, Optimus Prime can talk to anyone while he's in his tr his truck mode. Yeah, but the front of his grill doesn't open up, and he <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> And his, the or lights on the front, the lights don't blink like eyes. Yeah, you don't see the headlights like looking around like whoever he's talking to, like shifting their focus, who he's talking oh, that would, to. That would bother. <laughs> don't give them ideas, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so he's doing that and he's like, all right, bots, time is now. Let's go kick Megatron's ass. Fuck yeah. It's time to win the Beast Wars once and for all. And so off they go. And while we join the um, the non-derpy Predacons, um, Megatron, uh, Rampage, and fucking Dino Clone 2, uh, they are in a gigantic secret base 
with a giant machine. Can't quite tell what it is. Rampage so, doesn't like it. So Tarantulas apparently has gone all Sequest DSV in his <laughs> uh, in his off days. Uh, yeah, there's this giant like, not exactly a, like a submarine like that, but there's this like big like submarine it's type huge. thing. It, it's, it's like a an weird under steampunk looking contraption it, with the dome uh, in the front. Yeah, and it connects to a track, so it's basically a undersea train. You ever played basically. Bioshock? It's like the beginning of it. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the bathyspheres is I think yeah. is what they were called. Yeah. Wow. Good. Good memory. Yeah. Well, I, I haven't played those. that game. I haven't played. That I should game replay game. those. Fuck. So I, I love the first game. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah. so they're in Bi they're in Rapture. <laughs> yeah. There you <laughs> go. They are and, in Bioshock um, land. And uh, Megatron's like, yes, Dinobot, Rampage, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, boy, is he ecstatic. And he's like, into the submersible, quickly. And I noticed that only one of them goes into the submersible. Yeah, it's just Dino Clone. <laughs> but Megatron doesn't say anything. Yeah, whatever. Rampage but just Rampage rides the he turns into his tank crab and he rides the rail down himself. Yeah. I'm like, okay, but it is it's probably more fun. But I mean he's a crab. He's a giant enemy crab, so <laughs> he can survive in the water. Yeah. Um, and uh off we go. We sequest people. <laughs> it's cool. I the lighting. And everything, it's as the giant steampunk like platform rotates and it dumps it down the track like a, a roller coaster. I, yeah. It's kind of cool. Yep. Um, yeah, I like the somewhat ironically because I'm a person who is afraid of water, like absolutely terrified of the ocean. Uh, I like, I really like the look of undersea stuff like i i like playing video games that are set at like the ocean depths bioshock is the first thing that comes to my mind subnautica uh, soma soma is yeah, a really good I, one. I i only got 10 minutes into it and then i moved on to something else is that a really good one it is yeah there's actually they eventually released a patch for it that uh, i think they called it safe mode where it's you're you're technically invincible so like and, and so Soma is like, it's from the makers of Amnesia, The Dark Descent. So it's what I like. It, it It's part of a, a wave that's been going on in horror games since Amnesia was released a decade ago yeah. now of like basically run and hide. I call them run and hide simulators. Run and hide uh, simulators. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Soma has, they, they released a patch about a year or so after the game came out called Safe Mode where uh, the enemies can't actually kill you. And Playing games like that with that with that gameplay mode enabled is infinitely more enjoyable, especially games that are really, really rich in atmosphere like Soma. Because like the actual like and sh you could make an argument that it kind of takes away like some of the the tooth. Now you're the, not afraid like, of the monsters or you're not afraid of them. You're not as afraid of them. But for me. For me personally, like it take it more or less removes the frustration 
from like of dying of dying okay, and so having to old me exactly old me would have disagreed and been like well no then like you know seeing the monster up close isn't like scary or whatever so layers of fear came out right and as far as i it did this perfectly layers of fear by the way christopher if you like games like that layers I've of played, fear is i played by, layers of fear i haven't played the second it's the one best. But I played the first one Layers of Fear is like the best run and hide scary game. Holy shit. It is, that is a group. Psychological shit. But as far as I know, you don't die. Depending on what choices you make all throughout it, you end up in different rooms, you wake up in different like areas, but you don't yeah. have like a you died screen and then you have to restart that little uh, checkpoint or, or whatever. Which, right. And by. It being nebulous and never really killing you, it's scary because you don't know if things can. Layers of Fear 2, but speaking of water, is on an old boat. Oh, cool. <laughs> and it's leaking yeah. and, and stuff like a Titanic era. Like, there are big, um, I always think of Metal Gear, uh, big, like, <laughs> like, valves. Boat, valve, like, door things. And, some of them open up and it's it's a mind fuck, but the kid there's a monster in it, a thing that can kill you. And after the second or third time, it really kills the. Um, you're just like, uh, really, I have to do this part like for yeah. the third time, and that's not scary. And they had a difficulty uh, setting on it where they were like, "Play this is as intended." And again, same thing, a month after the game came out or so, they were like, oh, there's a new difficulty mode where the monster can't kill you, right? But yeah. they meant the other way around. Well, when the monster reaches you, it just puffs into smoke, and you're like, oh, fuck. That's way better! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, like, games like that, too, like, I found um, it's one of the, part of the reason, too, why I appreciated safe mode in Soma was because in games like Outlast, it was scary, like, the first few times, but eventually it just became annoying, especially if you kept dying in the same section. It's like, okay, this isn't even scary anymore. Like, I'm just getting irritated. Yeah, um, yeah and that's why I think the first layers of fear keeps that its scariness on, because you feel like things can kill you, Yeah, but you can play through the game without dying. That's Soma the, has the trick, yeah. Soma has a really interesting story too, because like you start to feel like you're ahead of the story a little bit. Like for the first like hour or two, I was playing the game. I'm like, oh, okay, I've got I've got the twist figured out. I know what's gonna happen, yada yada right. yada. And then the game just addresses it. And it's like, oh, okay, this thing that I thought was gonna be this big twist is actually the game, the story is just like, yeah, that that's what this is. And we're just going to like reveal that like early on. And then we're going to do something m infinitely more interesting with it. Oh, interesting. They, they play their hand and they're like, actually, okay, yeah, I'll, the, give it, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. The, the thing that you think is going to be this big, like shocking, like twist ending actually gets revealed fairly early on. And the, it ends up driving the story forward and the story goes in very interesting and unexpected places. Um, I'll yeah. Have to check it, it out. So there's some water, there's some goes spooky on sale water games, people. Soma, yeah. um, 
Players of Fear 2. <laughs> uh, what was the other one? Yeah, Bioshock. Bioshock, Bioshock there you go. <laughs> uh, Under there, the sea. There was another one that I played that was originally a VR game. Um, obviously, I didn't. I, I don't have a VR headset, so I didn't play it in VR, but they released uh, a VR uh, version that was playable without a VR headset, and I played that. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of it now, though. Oh, uh, Man of Medan, the Dark Pictures anthology. That's set oh, up yeah. in the water. Oh, yeah. yeah Man yeah. of Medan, yeah. Oh, there's a Resident Evil first person, like, blaster game. Resident Evil Dead Aim is set on a tanker ship. Yeah, yeah. it's got aquatic enemies. There, there yeah. you go. We... <laughs> Oh, uh, Resident Evil uh, Revelations as well. Uh, originally a DS game that ended up getting oh, ported wow. to PC and consoles, I think, back in like 2013. It's actually and pretty it's good. Water-themed? Yeah. I, yeah, it's also no set idea. on a tanker. Yeah. Cool. Uh, there you go, yeah. people. All your aquatic horror needs here on Too Much Energon. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Too Much Energon, let's, uh, let's get through this episode. Yeah, let's... Um, so this is really dumb. <sighs> Depth charge in his like eagerness to like, like, like satiate his thirst for protoform X starts like rummaging around and like a fucking Looney Tunes skit. He opens up the, the hatch to the base, right? Yeah. And Optimus is like, depth charge, wait, no! And there is a comical, like, Acme, like, oh, the, pack the of dynamite, dynamite yeah. <laughs> with a fuse on it. Not like, um, like, a, like, you know how, um, um, Rat Trap has, like, futuristic looking, like, little proximity or timed explosives or whatever? No, nope. yeah, yeah. just like a good old-fashioned from Earth, like, like three <laughs> sticks of dynamite with a fucking yeah. fuse. Yeah, all rolled in a bunch, yeah. It's straight yeah. up like Looney Tunes shit. Yeah, Death Charge is like, oh, slag. If we, if we didn't need yet another painful reminder that the creators of this show really like Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I was like, really? Is is this happening? Yeah, this is this is happening. So it blows and up. Everyone gets blasted. For whatever reason, the guy who was closest to the dynamite depth charge is perfectly fine, but Silverbolt's all and fucked up. And the guy up. that was farthest, Silverbolt, is fucked up. Yeah, fucked up real bad. And uh uh I thought he was gonna fucking die. Like, I thought the show was killing him off here. And I'm like, Death Charge, you piece of shit. <laughs> like, but no, he's just uh, pulling a waspinator. Yep. So yeah. um, his hands are falling off and he's sparking. Yeah. Cheetor and Black Arachnia show up and uh, Black Arachnia is like, I'm taking you back to base to go to the CR chamber. And, and he's like, nonsense. He's like, Tis but a scratch. <laughs> it's just a scratch. It's a flesh wound. You have no arm. <laughs> uh, um, and yeah, he, yeah. she's all like, "Listen here, bitch, I'm taking you home." 
Yeah, she's like, like, obey your commander, bone brain. And his head falls off. There's like a spring. He's like, yes, dear. (laughs) Yeah, comical, like cartoonish springs, like more Looney Tunes shit. Yeah, I like the yes, dear. I Man, I like the relationship. I I dig it. Um, And Cheetor's uh, like, I'll escort them back. And I'm like, escort them? From what? Is, from what? You know where some of them, the Predacons are. Yeah. What are you protecting them from? Uh, well, we uh, don't know where the Three Stooges are, so. That's true. They could be going to the Ark. Yeah. To be fair. <laughs> Fucking Three st- <laughs> I Larry love that Curly so much. I actually, I actually like that they were sent on a stupid, like, <laughs> pointless mission during like the most pinnacle Very moment for Megatron. Mission. I, I love that. I love it so much. Oh, Cheetor's got um Silverbolt's arm in his mouth as they're like carrying him back. <laughs> so, so Optimus and Depth Charge start digging to get underground to Tarantulas's Sequest DSV base. And uh, speaking of speaking of Larry Curly and Mo, they're over at some like series of caves that the Neanderthals have set up. And they're like, they're like, oh, this will be. Inferno's like, oh, this will be our new base. The yeah, royalty like, demands a new colony, and we shall take it by force. Set in the mountain, yeah. And it's like Inferno, which is, they're inadvertently doing a really smart thing for the Predacons, because Inferno orders the fucking Quickstrike. He's like, we will take <laughs> this colony, and Quickstrike's like. Well, I don't really want to live with a bunch of like critters. And Inferno's yeah. like, oh well, they do not their lives do not need to be necessary. They are enemies of the colony. And Quick Strike's like, oh, now you're talking my language. And I'm like, weird that he would presume that they wouldn't kill them. Right. Because Quick Strike shoots first and asks questions later. Also, did everyone forget that they're like like sub mission, like the the big goal previous to these episodes was destroying the humans. I I don't know. (laughs) Who fucking cares? And anyways, um yeah, the idiots decide to go and kill all the humans so that they can move into this rock shitty ass (laughs) series of caves. And uh someone's got a problem. Oh I like killing humans. Woohoo yeehaw there's nothing like killing defenseless, defenseless children. Woohoo! And, I'm uh, a terrible fucking character. Yeah, so uh, Inferno orders Waspinator and Quickstrike to attack, and Waspinator, my no. boy, Waspinator, finally, yes. he says, no. And they're like, what? <laughs> I said, no. Yeah, uh, Waspinator, straight up, he's like, yeah, he's sick of being evil. He's sick of getting blown up all the time. He calls Inferno sub-commander kiss butt. <laughs> this is, the fucking lines off of, oh, by the way, uh, what was her name? Ava, or I can't remember. The girl, um, the, the little girl proto-human. Um, yeah, she's like yeah. behind the ferns listening <laughs> to this. Yeah, and uh, Waspinator tears the Predacon logo off of his head and is and like... says he's uh, sick of being evil. Yeah. 
sick of being Predacon. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you can fit a, a big juicy one on uh, uh, Waspinator's big, fat, stripey. And he's like turned his butt and is like showing his like wasp thorax to them. Yeah. He's like, Waspinator's sick of serving Predacons. And if you don't like it, Antbot and Two Head can kiss, what does he say? Pucker their mandibles and plant a big, oh, yeah. wet, juicy one. <laughs> right here on Waspinator's big, fat, stripey. And, and then they up. just fucking blow him up. They just fucking <laughs> blow him up. And he flies apart into chunks. And I'm like, oh, poor Waspinator. Poor He's finally, Waspinator, finally taking a stand. Good, good for him. Yeah. And but his head rolls away, and I'm like, well, he, he's gonna be fine, right? This <laughs> this has happened to him like ten times. No, they don't have a uh, 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 hot tub heel machine anymore, though. That is true. Yep, because the, the fate uh, of the Waspinator dark... is <laughs> hanging in the balance. Yeah. And, and then, uh, yeah, uh, Inferno. They and high Rickstar. five and rub dicks, and they're like, "Yeah, we killed Waspinator. We're great." And they they and comically like, cool. like charge into battle. Like their running animation is so fucking stupid. It's it's purposefully like fucking like flailing, like stupid Basically. flailing. Inferno <laughs> shooting his gun up in the air. Has his arms up in the air. That... And I love this. The proto humans start screaming and like. Whoa, 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 whoa. And they lift up like war horns. Yeah. <laughs> Blow them. I'm like, wow. And these they all humans start have come a long way in a short time. They all start throwing spears at them. And uh like I swear they didn't even have like they didn't even have fire or weapons like when they had just found them. They were just living like chimps. Yeah. Right? So they, uh, they've come a long way. It's motherfucking axe ape. Axe like, man, he's fucking he, smart. He, he's leading he, them. Yeah, he, he's got to be the one teaching them all this shit. He learned from Dinobot, he learned from the best, and now he's he passing on his wisdom. Fuck. <laughs> I love that line. He learned from Dinobot, he learned from the best, and he's passing on the wisdom. And indeed, it seems like they're kicking ass. They're yeah. hitting Inferno and um, Quick Strike with these <laughs> fucking, like, uh, presumably stone spears. Yeah. And uh, there's a comical moment where um, Quick Strike gets knocked back, and then Inferno looks up, and there's just like a fucking like rainstorm of <laughs> spears <laughs> that that take take out Inferno. So presumably the humans are they're winning. Yeah. And Waspinator's head is moving around with his tongue, and he's like, "Ooh, Waspinator has plans," and that fucking little girl. Human Una uh, sneaks up. Name, Good memory. Yeah, yeah Una. Yeah. She comes up and she starts smashing his head. And he's like, yeah. Fleshy Bot, wait, listen to Waspinator. Doesn't seem like she does. <laughs> she No, no. She's I, I do like, the same. Yeah, fuck you, bud. I, I do exactly the same. So back yeah. at uh uh Tarantulas's like little sequest base, uh optimal quick or not quick strike uh depth charge and uh tiger hawk uh show up and optimus like freaks out optimus freaks he, out he's like he starts figures like, out what megatron's doing 
Yeah, he starts uh, typing some buttons and he's all like, oh shit, Megatron's found the Nemesis, the Decepticon warship. Depth charge, go after him. He's like, depth charge, I know we have our shit and you have your own thing and we have our own thing. Please fucking listen to me. At any cost, please stop them. You're the only one that's um, aquatic. Yeah. Like, Like, you have to stop them no matter the cost. Yeah. So that's Optimus being like, you better fucking die trying to stop them. (laughs) Yeah. And this motherfucker, what does he do? He fights Rampage instead. God damn. Anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. At uh, any cost. Yeah. And uh, speaking of uh, Sequest. Beast mode Manta Ray. (laughs) No. um, uh, the Megatron's submarine uh, oh. reaches the Nemesis, and we actually get to see the ship. It's the it's on rails, on right? Like, yeah, and yeah. I'm I like, mentioned that, yeah, yeah. So it's on this like rail, like guided, like kind of system, right? How the fuck did Tarantulas have the time, the resources, and the manpower to build? <laughs> Was Tarantulas repairing the Nemesis by himself? Yeah, I mean, he's not aquatic, so how was he even doing all of this? Does he have millions of those little spider bots and they made this? I. Yeah, you're right. He's not aquatic. Yeah. His underwater welding license paid off, I, I guess. <laughs> I... <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, yeah, we get to see the nemesis like underwater. This is shot really well. I'll give the episode that. It looks fucking cool. I think overall, uh, both of these episodes are directed are directed extremely well. I have some. It issues. looks cool. I have some oh, issues. We've got with other writing. issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they're directed well. It um, looks so fucking cool underwater. It's huge. We get a brief uh, flat. We get a huge with a Y. We get a brief flashback with. Uh, uh, Optimus explaining to Tigerhawk like what the Nemesis is and that it's like we we see like a visual like flashback of the Nemesis and the Ark in space above planet Energon four shooting million years ago other. shooting at each other and they both crash and yada yada yada. Raptor says we're all gonna die. Yeah, yeah, because Optimus uh, radios in to Ark Mountain and explains like what's going on. He's like, hey, serious serious shit's going down. Just so you guys know. Just so you guys know, we may actually die. <laughs> <laughs> That's my line. Um, inside, us. inside the Nemesis, uh, Dragontron and Dino Clone 2 are walking to the center of what appears to be the bridge. And what does Megatron say? So he's got a book in his hand, homie. He does. He's like, excellent. Even after his demise, the spider's treachery remains my best asset. Observe. A refurbished ship with a transmetal cell, a Predacon control console, and best of all, a Covenant of Primus. Cheers. Oh, so he's suggesting that Tarantulas was repairing the ship. Yeah. Okay. 
so that makes I sense have, why it can actually fucking fly. So I have questions about that now, then. Why did yeah. Tarantulas, like, even bother, like, trying to blow up the arc a few episodes ago, like, with uh, Quick Strike, like, radio-controlling Optimus's Optimus. body? When, like, he's obviously been at this for a long time. And apparently he, he, now... He had to have... Right. And apparently now, like the the ship is functional and flight worthy. We'll find out very shortly. It takes off. So I'm like, why didn't Tarantulas just take off in the the Nemesis and be all like, "Fuck all y'all," and blow everyone up, and then fly uh, away back oh, to Cybertron? Good, good, good point. He's been trying to leave this goddamn planet for <laughs> the entirety of this series, and now he like literally has a way to do that. How convenient that just off-screen Tarantulas was working on this huge project. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, don't get kinda... me wrong. I think it's really rad Oh, that the, yeah. a, that the Nemesis is a factor in the finale of this series. Oh, I think the it's fact dope. the Nemesis is the, the key part of the key plot for the finale, yeah. it, it is great. But that is, that is weird. That, that's very hokey. Tarantulas just spent the better part of a fucking year. Uh, even many, a year by himself? Hmm. Many Saturday afternoons. Many Saturday um, mega cycles were spent on, <laughs> yep. on this. Um, so, Quickly! All circuits online. Yeah. I'm a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then we, we need we need to move on. Like I'm 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 complaining about this endlessly, and like there's literally no explanation for it beyond just shoddy writing. Tarantulas is it makes you wonder what the hell anyone else was up to. Too busy playing like Predacon Xbox or building like jamming stations. Like look what this motherfucker accomplished on his own. Yeah, too busy playing that like Beast Wars fighting game that we saw Rat Trap playing. <laughs> earlier oh, in this season <laughs> yeah uh, outside the the nemesis uh we get what we've been waiting for all season another depth charge and <laughs> rampage fight yep to be fair this is kind of fucking cool that this is the best of the 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 fights that we've seen I, between them it is an underwater dragon ball z or sorry an underwater um Highlander fight. It is like the samurai yeah. battle <laughs> battle. Yeah, they're like surrounded by unstable energon crystals, which I guess those still exist on the planet. I or are they stabilized? Because when they stabilize, they turn into like cubic cubes. Yeah, they turn into I, cubes. Are these stabilized? These are, these are crystals. This is still like raw energon. Right. And those were the the rods and we remember it it transformed most of the energy stabilized most of the energon but not yeah in the air explosion the, right yeah yeah the the quantum surge yeah it uh they they mentioned that it uh uh all the energon uh in the area of the axelon at the time was either detonated or converted into stable energon cubes but they're like as for the rest of the planet 
but we haven't really seen it come up much. But here how we have energy, raw energon cubes. Think of how much energon they could make if they just squeezed them into like energon pillows. How much I, energon, you ask? Too, too much, much energon. <laughs> there, that, that's actually relevant here. Whatever's going on underwater, the fight here. Um, yeah. Because they grab the crystals and treat them like fucking swords. It's kind of great, actually. Um, yeah. We actually get to bring up Highlander naturally in a, in a podcast. Um, yeah, an explosion might happen in a little bit. Yep. Because there's too much energy on. And, uh, but, I mean, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but Depth Charge gets what he's always wanted. Yeah. Uh, duel to the death with Rampage. It is a yeah, cool they, fucking fight. It's a samurai fight. Yeah, it it's a cool fight. Um, go watch it. Uh, yeah. Dra- they, if you uh, like Dragon Ball Z or sword fights that are underwater or Highlander, just watch this scene. <laughs> it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, so we're on Rampage, the nemesis. Rampage, Sorry, is, Rampage is like taunting uh, Quick Strike, being like, oh, uh, you were sworn to protect... Uh, uh, station Rugby, which I found funny. Literally just Station Rugby. Mm-hmm. He's like, you had friends there. Tasty ones, if I recall. And yeah, they fight back and forth. Yeah, with, that line, with... I was like, and just in case you wanted a reminder, he was a serial killer that deserves yeah. no um, sympathy. And I'm like, I understand he likes rubbing it in. He likes tormenting and torturing people. That's just going to make... Depth charges resolve double down. Yeah. Like that's good. It's gonna piss him. Like it's gonna well, piss and him indeed, off. uh they, they fight to the death. Um f- dueling back Which and we forth. Will, we will see. Yeah, there's some Dragon Ball Z moves there. It's it's quite cool. Uh but we don't see a conclusion to that yet. We jump onto the nemesis for some Shakespeare in the park. One last time. Dinobot's like manning all the stations. He's like, we're at maximum power somehow. And um, uh, the uh, (laughs) Megatron has his copy of the Covenant with the uh, cassette tape in it. Yeah. What is he saying? And as it were, a great mountain raging with fire arose from the sea. Thrusters online. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, let's really? make this... let's make history happen, Dinobot. Cheers. Do it. And what am I to believe that Tarantulas repaired a million year old, huge, gigantic space? Not as just a spaceship, the biggest ship in Cybertronian history. The Nemesis is fucking huge. If you've ever watched any of the movies or the Netflix um, War for Cybertron, it's like... It's way bigger than the Ark. One Predacon cannot repair this bitch. (laughs) But what the fuck do I know? Because it's powering up, folks. Well, think of what a a plucky go-getter of a Transformer can accomplish in 50 weeks. That's true. Yep. Um, and presumably he doesn't sleep. Sorry, but now we get to the conclusion. 
Yeah, uh, depth charge is like trying to run an an energon crystal like right into Rampage's chest, and he's resisting. Like the but scene then smile. between the German and the Jewish guy at the end of Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, but Not then Rampage. <laughs> then Rampage kind of just smiles and then like lets go, and lets uh, lets depth charge just stab him. Right, Why? an energon crystal right into the spark. Uh, because he, I, th I think Rampage knew that that would, like, him exploding would kill Depth Charge, too. So this was kind of like his final, like, fuck you to Depth Charge was killing him along with him. But that would have happened regardless if he let him or didn't. Like, why let go if he was going to get stabbed anyway? Oh, the gesture of him letting him kill him is insulting because he's like, oh, I'm just going to let you do it. That, that's what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is that, like, Rampage, like, instead of just fighting, Rampage knew that, like, in this he moment... He was losing? In this moment that, like, if he gets stabbed in the spark, like, he's going to explode... Like, he's going to die anyway, so he might as well just let it happen and take Depth Charge with him. That was my takeaway, anyway. But, but if he lost anyway, he would have taken him out anyway, so why not keep fighting? But now he's choosing to let it happen, though. Oh, so it's like his choice to... Yeah, uh, okay. He's no. choosing to let it happen to, like, make the choice to take Depth Charge with him. Rather than being defeated. Rather than by... being defeated, yeah, yeah. Even though he, he he's defeated either way, yeah. Yeah. It, ah. It's it's a final fuck you to Depth Charge. <laughs> fuck you, Rampage. And see, Rampage, good character, very bad guy. Possibly worse than Megatron. <laughs> I, I would argue, argue yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Depth Charge, goodbye Depth Charge, not a bad guy, don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm conflicted because I like the com complex serial killer that is Rampage. Don't like Depth Charge, but Depth Charge, good guy. Rampage, very bad guy. So yes, complex Transformer equivalent to Hannibal Lecter, basically, an even more like a mix between Hannibal Lecter and Jason Voorhees in Transformers form is yeah. Rampage. Actually, an interesting character. Really good voice actor too. Depth love, Charge. Love Shitty two-dimensional, basically the Punisher ripoff with not so great voice acting. Sometimes he maximizes and turns into a manta ray. Sometimes he beast modes and turns into a manta ray. There's like he does times, in this episode. There's two times so far where he said maximize and he's turned into a manta ray. And there's two times where he said beast mode and he's turned into a manta ray. He does what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> he don't give a fuck about the rules. He don't give a fuck. And indeed, he doesn't give a fuck about stopping the nemesis. Because he'd rather no. die taking out Rampage. And indeed, he has. Yep. It leaves nothing to the imagination as chunks of both of them yep. float to the surface later. And Optimus... We get an interesting moment where Dino Clone 2 clutches his chest... When Rampage's spark dies, though. Yep. He clutches his chest and, like, starts screaming out in pain. 
and we start to see him flicker back and forth between his Transmetal 2 form and his original Dinobot form. Now, hold up. Like, we need to finish this, recapping this fucking episode quick, but hold up. Uh, there's no rem, like, there's no remnant of the original Dinobot spark at all in this Dino Clone 2, right? No. So, what? Well, I like it. It's fucking cool, but why? <laughs> It's fucking cool, and it actually leads to one of my favorite moments uh, in season three. Anyway. In season three, same yeah. uh, coming it's coming up. Cool. There, there's a moment coming up in part two of this uh, of this two part. So they saved Dinobots DNA or like programming personnel. They saved something in order to try to recreate a transmetal version of Dinobot. Correct. Yeah. And um, at first, Tarantulas tried, but he just made those raptors. Yeah. They would, like, freak out and bounce around when they're... And the uh, the, the missing ingredient, apparently, was the, the transmetal driver and an actual, like, spark. So he used half Where of is that? Rampage. He used half of Rampage's spark. How come Dino Clone could torture half of Rampage's, like, spark to hurt we, Rampage? And, not... and, and it doesn't hurt him. We've talked I, about that before. Yeah. Anyways, so I'm confused why there's any Dinobot in Dino Clone 2. Uh, DNA, genetic memory, I don't know. He's, if he's a clone, right, of Dinobot, then the personality might be the same even if he has different memories. So let's yeah. go with that. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. No. I actually don't think it makes sense and it shouldn't be there, but... I really like original, like OG Dinobot, and I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so Optimus uh, sees the the big explosion happen because uh, him and Tiger Hawk are still flying around above the ocean. He sees the big yeah. explosion happen. He radios back to base and is like, "Depth charge did it, but motherfucker's dead." So long, salute. Um, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> um and uh yeah they're they're all looking happy and everything uh until uh oh as uh as uh the one of the fins of depth charge one of the severed fins of depth charge like sinks down to the bottom of the ocean everything starts rumbling and we get a really fucking cool shot it, of the nemesis, it's, it's so rad. Of the nemesis, just like actually like powering up and rising up out of the water, and out it of the pushes water. the water because it's so huge. It displaces a huge amount of water. And yeah. animators, fuck you! Did, they did that so well. Yeah, wow. and it, it. again, like it's a very well directed scene too. It's. It's great. It it reminds me of like Does a Does the CG um, hold up? If you scrutinize it, it looks wonky, but like it looks like a gigantic, like city-sized structure coming out of the water, and I, I dig it. It reminds me of like submarine movies like um Das Boot or like the Hunt for Red October, like the scene of like the 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 submarine like finally like surfacing at the end. Yep. Yeah. 
And, and it's uh, cool, even as it's rising into the air, tons of water is like cascading off of it. It man, that, that's fucking cool. Needs to be more purple, but it's <laughs> it's cool. And uh oh, maybe it's rusted. It's been underwater a long time. Yeah. Four yeah. million years hence. <laughs> and op I like uh, an optimus is just like the nemesis. In a very like oh shit kind of manner. I like that this episode yeah. actually doesn't end with a to be continued. No, no, it doesn't. You're, it's, a, it's the first it's a, time. Yeah, it's a it's a minor thing, but I I kind of I, I dig it. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's that's, part one. that's the end of part one. Nemesis part two. Two, part two. two. Too much nemesis. Too much nemesis. <laughs> that, that's a word, right? Yeah. It's canon now. Um, the last episode of Beast Wars, folks, is in a yeah. jungle with a deer looking up at the sky. <laughs> An antelope. Is it a bird? Maybe it's a plane. No. No. It's no, it's Megatron. It's me. I am Alpha and Omega. It's me. It's me. Cheers. It's me. It's M-E-G. Cheers. They call him Megs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that I was that. funny. Which yeah, is funny because I, I, I called him that a couple times, like season one or two. Maybe well, I picked up on one of them calling him that. I don't know. I, I don't think they've ever called him Megs in the show, but that is like... That is like something the fandom has always referred to him as. In this Megs. episode, they call him Megs a couple yeah. times. Yeah. I dig it. I am Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. Take this, wildlife. Go fuck yourself. A beach <laughs> with nobody on it? You get some... <laughs> you get a missile, too. Rocks doing nothing but being rocks next to the mountain? I'll blow you up too. He's indiscriminately shooting everything with the nemesis, folks. Yeah, he's just wasting power. And I, I didn't even notice this when I was watching the episode earlier. And I'm so glad I get to reference it one final time. But while uh, the nemesis is like raining down hellfire onto the landscape, Optimal Optimus and Tiger Hawk are performing the old maximal maneuver. Of hiding behind a fucking rock. They're hiding behind <laughs> rocks against a star destroyer <laughs> class yep. of ship that presumably fights other gigantic spaceships or was made to destroy whatever the fuck got in its way. Yep. And they're hiding behind rocks successfully, not taking damage yeah. from a starship <laughs> firing gigantic, like Nova blasts. Rocks, man. Not not just you any can use starship. Them defensively, you, the, the nemesis, the the biggest warship in all of Cybertronian history, and that's like by a lot. It's huge. <laughs> well, and think about too, like how much bigger the Decepticons and Autobots are, like as individuals, mm. how much bigger they are than the Maximals and Predacons. Maximals and Predacons are like human sized, roughly. Whereas, like, Autobots and Decepticons are, like, 20 feet tall. 20, 25 yeah, feet tall. huge ass. 
Yeah, they're and this thing was big for them. Yeah, um, I'm glad that when it shows the uh, the the bridge in the Nemesis, it is fucking gigantic. Like it has like 50 yeah. foot high ceilings, and it's it's huge. Yeah, huge. Yeah, Optimus but, to uh, Rhinox. But yeah, we have the, a code the, one alert. The old maximal maneuver, one last time. One last time, and it works. <laughs> so we got a code one alert, Christopher. Yep. I don't know what that is, but we're going to find out. It's, uh, it is uh, Cybertronian for no bueno. Cybertronian <laughs> for deploy Operation Eternity. Oh, uh, wow. And everyone, everyone, all the Maximals back at base go, huh? Except Rhinox. Yeah. Didn't you read the manual? God damn it. <laughs> um, so Megatron is blowing shit up. Yeah, Megatron is spouting off like more, more shit from the book. And Dino Clone 2 is like, is actually asks him, he's like, oh, you've read the, the Covenant of Primus? And Megatron's like, just the good parts. <laughs> he's even, there's a part of the Bible that's in uh, Pulp Fiction, which is what this is that whole like um which was and yet to come and you will know my name is megatron when i lay my vengeance upon you that's the, the, the quote that samuel l jackson so the bit from pulp fiction the ezekiel 25 17 yeah that, that it's part. not actually ezekiel 25 17 oh and he gets that the character gets that wrong so that's wrong, and also he <laughs> grossly misquotes the verse from the Bible. So he just the character in it. Yeah, I don't is know just if saying I, some I badass shit. Yeah, he's just because remember some he shit. says I used to just think that was some cold ass badass shit to say before before I iced a guy, right? Yeah, yeah. So you yeah, don't know I, if that's like a writing error or. Yeah, I don't know if Quentin Tarantino just didn't know his Bible verses or. I'm gonna go with that, with that one. Yeah, uh, that character wasn't supposed to be overly smart. Hmm. Yeah, what was his name in the movie? Jules. J yeah, Jules and Vincent. Yes. Yeah, Vince Vega. Right. Vince Vega. Yeah. Don't take uh, your boss's wife out on dates. Part two. Electric <laughs> boogaloo. <laughs> Heroin overdose boogaloo. <laughs> Watch Pulp Fiction if you haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine like I imagine anyone who was alive in the mid-90s to be watching Beast Wars has probably seen Pulp Fiction as well. I, I feel like, yeah, I shouldn't even that that goes without saying. Like I was fucking I was 10 when I saw that movie for the first time. Not a terribly appropriate film for a 10-year-old, but I turned out okay. And look at him now. Look at me now, doing podcasts about 25-year-old cartoons. <laughs> so, uh, there's an epic moment where rock music, rock music starts playing. Um, Optimus gets all angry and super sane, and he's like, this stops now! And he jets towards the nemesis yeah. with um, Tigerhawk. And I'm like, you guys are trying to fight the nemesis? <laughs> What are you going like, to do? Just go and punch it? 
<laughs> but like it probably has like several meter thick hulls. Like yeah. what do you like your shots don't even destroy other like predacons. What was it gonna do against the ship? Yeah. And a comically large arsenal of missiles opens up from the side of the Nemesis. Like just thousands of missiles. And they all yeah. just launch at uh Tiger Hawk and Optimus. Yeah. With like surprisingly bad accuracy. <laughs> like like they dodge like 50 of these missiles. Well, oh, no. One of them gets Optimus. Well, consider though, this is a big ass warship that was probably designed with space combat in mind, combat against other big ass warships. Big ass warships, yeah. Uh, it probably doesn't have like much of a complement of weapons for essentially dealing with infantry. Dogfights. Yeah. Well, it would probably use lasers for smaller craft trying to take take it out, right? Yeah. Because the way sci-fi spaceships are always depicted as is there's like big destroyer class types with huge rail guns and weapons that take on the other big ones. And then like smaller arms to fight off like little fighters that might try to fly out, fight it. Yeah, that's how they do it in the Star War. That is how they do it in the Star War. Yeah. And I know a thing or two about Star War. <laughs> and Star Trunk. And Star Store War and Star Trunk. <laughs> yes. Star oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, uh, man. What is that old saying? Um, that that um, that Jedi saying, live long and prosper? <laughs> may, may the live long and may the trunk be with you. May the Energon be with you. May the enter live long and may the energon be with you. There we go. That's that's the new slogan for too much yeah. energon. <laughs> well, instead I... instead of doing like the Vulcan salute, we're just like giving the finger. Or it's it's a... <laughs> or it's like so, the Boy so... Scout. Oh, there there you go. Or what is the 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 Hunger Games thing. Uh, which is going to be John Cena's. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we, we don't want to do that, though, because people won't be able to see us. Oh, then we'd be invisible. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just science. <laughs> uh, yep, that, that's that's how it works. And so what is... Uh, Megatron's happy because he just shot out Optimus. Shot down Optimus, and he's like... That's one thing about the Megatron I took my namesake from. He liked his artillery big and plentiful. And he pets his, like, dragon head. <laughs> Haven't seen him do that yet, I think. Not with not with this head. He did not it with, with his T-Rex. He did it with his T-Rex hand head a few times here and there. And the but, eyes uh, would move on the T-Rex head. <laughs> only in, like, some, like, later episodes of season yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. I wasn't a fan of it. Um, but so Dino Clone 2 is like, oh, wow, my something's changed. Like my, yeah, my, my, spark. my spark has changed. Yeah, it, it feels at last somewhat whole. And Megatron is kind of dismissive and is like, oh, yeah, probably the destruction of Rampage, no doubt. Cheers. Anyways, go back to your boast. Bring us around. Yeah. Bring us around, Ensign, on the double. 
Yeah. Yeah, bring us around. Vector 6-2 is what he says. On the double. Yeah, and Tigerhawk does... Tigerhawk sucks, man. He's such He's... a nothing fucking character. Which is really sad because I love Bird Mom yeah, and like Tiger Dad. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah, but, so... Like, so Optimus, you need to go back to the base and prepare your, your people. I will try to stall and fight the, the nemesis. And part of me is like, why would you fight a starship? Wouldn't you, why don't you try to board it? It's the people yeah. you need to stop, not the fucking ship. You're not going to yeah. win against <laughs> it's the nemesis. Yeah, if anything, like try to take that shit over and then fly it home. There's two, <laughs> two Predacons inside. Yeah. Find a weak point in it or a part that's something and, and try to get inside. Don't like, it'd be like me trying to box a bear. Like I, I can bet against myself in that, <laughs> in that fight. No, it, no, it would be like you trying to fight an aircraft carrier. That's that's a much better. Yeah, that's a much. <laughs> I was gonna say a tank, but no, it's literally me with not no weapons. By the way, like my just bare your fence. bare hands, like trying maybe to fight a stick, a, a fucking aircraft carrier, <laughs> trying to fight an aircraft carrier. <laughs> they can like, fly. It's like it's a losing fucking battle. Like, I, I don't understand it. I understand that they're getting rid of a lot of characters and they want to make these episodes impactful. Tigerhawk's death is not impactful. I was like, oh, that's stupid. Anyway. Yeah, he, yeah. So he accomplishes nothing. Yeah. Yeah, he, he dies, listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can skip ahead the like weather bullshit that Tigerhawk does and all of that. Yeah, yeah he fucking Oh, dies. I forgot about that. He does some storm like X-Men bullshit. Yeah. Like he but, he controls a tornado, blah, blah, blah. It's boring. Yeah, yeah, he dies. He shoots and... lightning at it. I, something. Um, and yeah, and I'm like, okay, so this character that I was, this nothing burger of a character that I was introduced to two episodes ago is dead. Oh well. Yeah, we get a little glimpse at um, Dino Clone because um, he comments and says, um, "Ah, a final stand, a brave warrior." And I'm like, ah, mm. okay, we're getting a he. He appreciates that final stand. That's yeah. not something Dino Clone 2 would say. Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't mean to skim over that because I No, actually, no, just that I, line was... I, I actually really like uh, Dino Clone's uh, progression through this episode as he's, like, having a change of heart, so to speak. Well, he watches Megatron go to shoot the giant main gun at this individual Maximal. And he whispers under his breath, no, as he's watching him. Because he's like, "Where?" he's opposing this, not physically, but he's saying no. Yeah. So something's going on with him. There's some hints of Dinobot's original personality that are starting to, to come through. Mm -hmm. I like that um, as Tigerhawk is like literally a Dragon Ball Z energy fight. Is going yeah, on I, here. I He's shooting I, I his bit, Kamehameha. I bitched about it before in other episodes, but I hate that whole like 
energy duel thing. Um, the you know what's funny happens more in Harry Potter than it does in Dragon Ball. I'm watching rewatching Dragon Ball Z. It happens like twice. I yeah. also don't like Harry Potter, so. Well, there you go. Um, so as it cuts to Tigerhawk trying to fight the nemesis by himself with Vok technology. Okay, whatever. It cuts yep. to Megatron and he's pressing the button and he's like, and he presses it harder and <laughs> as if he's straining to to fight Tigerhawk. And I'm like, as if like Tigerhawk like resists like, pushing. like it's like like him like like uh, blasting his energy beam into the nemesis's energy beam is like somehow like making the button raise the button. It's, raise, like, it's causing like resistance in the the key. The and Megatron's, if Tiger Hawk like, had won his finger and and all of Megatron would have been like, no, oh! <laughs> 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 I actually fuck. think that would be pretty funny. But no, uh, instead, the beam, who would have fucking thought that the nemesis would win? Um, the beam hits uh, Tigerhawk, and he's disintegrated. Yep. He's gone. They, they're gone. Yep. Which bothers me, because they were they were Bird Mom and Cat Dad, so... Hmm. Two of my favorite characters turning into one of my least favorite. Papa Kitty. <laughs> Papa Kitty and Mama Birdie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, Optimus is back at Ar the doors to the entryway to Ark Mountain, and he's like trying to radio Tigerhawk, and his like onboard computer tells him, Unit Tigerhawk terminated. And he's all like, No! And it's like raining outside, and he like throws he's his arms slamming up in the air, on, and then he's like, slamming starts on slamming the on the door. Uh, yeah. This ends here, Megatron. No more good friends will be sacrificed. And I'm like, you met this fucking ambition. dude like two weeks ago. No more. <laughs> you met Tigerhawk two episodes ago. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. And um, Rat Trap awkwardly opens the door. He's like, uh, did you knock? Yeah. So who has died in these episodes? What good friends have been sacrificed? So Depth Charge, uh, not a good friend. They didn't even like each other. And now Tigerhawk, who... Yes, okay, Tigerhawk is like the amalgamation of Tigatron and Airazor, but it's a new character. Like, for all intents yeah. and purposes, it's not them. It's like something born of them. I, I think it's more akin to, like, their offspring, essentially, than it is actually them. A different being. It's unfortunate that they... It is them, because they're gone. So maybe he's morning if he's talking about you know um yeah air razor and tigatron then yeah that fucking blows but uh yeah. depth charge eh. <laughs> yeah and in and yeah tiger hawk as a as a character you just met the dude like you just met the dude and depth charge you didn't even fucking like so who gives a shit <laughs> i certainly we, don't and we cut to I I just don't like that Tigertron and Tigatron and Airazor are gone. Yeah. Uh, same. Same. Man, no, that's that's bad. That's just as bad as Pterosaur and Scorponok going. It's it's not graceful. It doesn't like I'd rather Tigertron and Airazor have still been around and they put up 
a last stand themselves and died together, that would have fucking pulled at my heartstrings. Yeah. Same. And if they embraced each other right before they 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 were destroyed while trying to buy like Optimus some time. Now that that would fuck me up. Yeah. Like I would actually might tear. <laughs> tear up from that. But mm -hmm. like like the the ascended like godly Vok created like Tigerhawk. I'm not connected to to them. No. Yeah. No. Same. But uh speaking of not connected and don't give a shit about um we're, we're, we're going on inferno. We're going on record here on too much energon. Fuck Tigerhawk. Boring. It's just yeah. boring. And man, they take them away for like a season and a half, Tigertron and, and Air Razor. And then we yep. get like two episodes of Tigerhawk. Fuck off. That I, I don't like that. There's so you. many there's so many and I'll talk about this more uh next week on our like seasons two and three recap yeah. episode, but there are things like the introduction of Dragontron and Tigerhawk that really should have happened way earlier in this season. If you like if you're going to do these things, do them way earlier in the season. Please, yeah. <laughs> we don't need two back-to-back -back episodes of Depth Charge versus Quick uh Quick Strike Rampage. Yeah. Like like just Fuck that, and like introduce like <laughs> Dragontron and Tiger. If you're gonna do it, introduce Dragontron and Tigerhawk way earlier in the season, so we at least actually get time with them, especially like Tigerhawk, and like actually like get time to get to know Tigerhawk as a character have, because although it never even showed anyone have a conversation with them. It just showed no. them flying around. We didn't even really get a good look at their beast mode. It's a tiger yeah. with with wings. Like it, it looks cool. But we see it like what once? I... Yeah, it's just a big ass fusor. It's a big ass <laughs> fusor. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of characters, I absolutely don't fucking care about uh, <laughs> Inferno and Quick Strike are terrorizing the proto humans. Yep. And uh... like shooting proto forms in a stasis pod. Yeehaw! <laughs> Oh, and it's our old pal, motherfucking Axe Ape. He's back. Yeah. Much like Just America. As Much like America. Axe Ape is back, baby. Axe Ape is back. And fearless as ever. He's like grunting in the way Gary Chalk can only <laughs> deliver. <laughs> 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 And he's holding like he. By the way, he has. Um, we thought he had lost it at one point. No, he has Dinobots um, club. Yeah. So, holy shit, he he still has that weapon, and he just he doesn't attack Inferno and Quick Strike. He just like defiantly screams at them from atop a rock, and I'm like, yeah, fuck them, <laughs> right? And um, they just casually aim their weapons. Adam, when there's an earthquake. Well, that is that is actually a thing that uh, uh, apes will do before engaging in violence. They will essentially try and puff up their chest and they'll get like really loud and they'll yell and they'll make they'll a lot of noise. They'll smack things and they'll, they'll even and fake they'll smack charge. Things. And they'll even fake charge, yeah. Yeah, 
like and um, pull away the last second. Yeah. So so him, I as someone who uh, took a few electives in anthropology, I, I actually appreciate Axe Ape doing this because that that is a thing that a uh, a primate would do. Yeah, he's just screaming and like waving his like weapon and yeah, doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, and then he and the Inferno and Quickstrike see the nemesis above them. Mm -hmm. They have and no idea what's happening. <laughs> like they don't even know what the nemesis is. I'd like to remind you. <laughs> this, this is literally like whatever god they worship, like raining down the apocalypse upon them. <laughs> Oh, you are muted, good sir. Inferno looks up and sees this like gigantic thing. The sky's purple. Cut to Megatron's view of one of his cameras around like eight minutes. 7.58. He's zooming okay. in on Axape, and Axape is thrusting at the nemesis. It <laughs> I'm <fucking> dying here. <laughs> are you seeing that? He's like... Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. <laughs> This <laughs> screaming in defiance at the nemesis. Oh, that's... I didn't notice that the first time I watched this. Fucking ten out of ten animators. I uh, that that's that's amazing. And what made makes me laugh more is they're watching this video of like Axe like fucking just thrusting, going nuts, doing monkey shit, right? Yeah. And Dino Dinobot says that that image. Seems hauntingly familiar. <laughs> and we get a very brief flashback to um, uh, Code of Hero, and there's a there's a visual or not visual audio cue of the the music from Code of Hero, which that like that music in Code of Hero that plays when he gives my gives the whole like tell my tale to those who ask, like Oof. that's some of the best music in Beast Wars. Oh yeah. And um, he hears, it shows OG Dinobot, and we yeah. can hear Optimus's voice say, you did it. You saved the valley. You yeah. saved the lives of those who live here and of those who are still to come. So there's some... There's some metaphysical I, shit going on here. I don't know if Dino Clone... I think he just gets a gist... Do you know what I mean? Like he he feels it. I don't know if he actually had that vision. It's just he knows something something happened involving these people. Yeah. And and I man, I I thought that that would be corny and again doesn't make sense. No, <laughs> but, it doesn't really, but it's but I fucking it's love good. it. <laughs> yeah. And I I think it's just good because like we love Dinobot and him like yeah. and like evil like transmetal to like dino clone like starting to like piece together who he is and kind what his like predecessor a, a glimmer of of the original dinobot coming back like that's just really really exciting yeah because before i was like oh i don't like this why is there another dinobot i yeah. i don't no, he's gone. Get rid of this guy, right? But I love this. What does Megatron say? He's like these primitives should really yeah, Megatron be given says, my attention. Megat I love fucking love Megatron's line here. He's like he's like uh, 
like looking at his nails and he's like, Oh, with my uh, imminent godhood, these primitives should really be beneath my attention. But no score, too small to settle, I always say. No, no, no. <laughs> and like waves his finger. <laughs> and he's about to press the button and fucking Dino Clone grabs his hand and grabs his wrist and stops yeah. him. And I was Megatron, like, holy shit. <laughs> and Megatron, like, turns and looks at him with a, like, how dare you look. And Dino Clone responds, you would turn the full fury of this mighty warship uh, on a lone anthropoid? Tell me, Megatron, where is the honor in that? Oh, like, shit. Holy shit. You can clone him? Before it was Rampage's spark, like, yeah, making him think evil or whatever. And even if he doesn't share the same memories, there's that honor. Like, if his mind and DNA or like whatever is the same, like, that means Dinobot is always honorable. And indeed, Dinobot's always had a problem with Megatron, like, yeah, like always. So now that he's free of Rampage's spark, he immediately is already like, wait a second, is Megatron? insane which is yeah. what dinobot did in episode one yeah of beast wars part one on season one so i i kind of love that <laughs> you dare use the h word to me uh the h word <laughs> honor yeah it took me a second i was like h word did he say yeah heck? yeah honor yeah honor and uh Dinobot uh, looks like he's about to, like, get, like, rough with Megatron, but he backs down. He's yeah, he's like, like I, I apologize. I merely yeah. felt our power should be conserved for the larger battle. <laughs> and Megatron responds with, duly noted and ignored. It's the fire button. Duly noted and ignored. <laughs> he, just, he shoots fucking Axe with I might intro this episode of the podcast with that whole bit. <laughs> and uh, Inferno starts like waving and he's like, my queen, we are down here. Yeah, and Megatron just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I presume he, can, he knew that they were down there, but he's like, oh, a small price to pay to kill Axape. <laughs> <laughs> that son of a bitch he has eluded me for a season and a half now cheers and indeed Axape pulls a maximal maneuver he pulls a maximal maneuver hides and behind he, some fucking rocks and he, he jumps in a little crevice between some rocks he uh I mean we, we've said he, he's learned he learned from Dinobot he learned from the best <laughs> he's learned from the best <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love that Inferno and Quick Strike are presumably like vaporized, but Axe the target, <laughs> survives that. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Quick Strike and Inferno. They're. Oh, they're sorry. Fucking, Quick Strike and, and Inferno. They're. Yeah. They're. They're fucking dead. <laughs> they're dead. Yeah. They're. <laughs> I don't like the looks of this. No, my queen, please. What? Did you hear something? I didn't. 
<laughs> I always told him I didn't like being called queen. No. Goodbye. No. <laughs> Goodbye, imbecile. I don't need you anymore. I no. like Scorponok better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. true. Like, yeah, he he was always like. Has he ever liked anyone more than Scorponok? I would say no. Yeah, I, would I don't argue think not. Yeah, yeah. Other than kicking Scorponok in one episode with his T Rex foot, uh, I don't think he ever like did anything overly hostile to Scorponok either. He'd get angry with him failing, but he got he gets angry with everyone failing. Yeah. So there's a fucking boring scene where the Maximals are like loading a bunch of crates. <laughs> the the ship's rumbling. <laughs> oh, there's, there's, an there's a fucking tractor beam. <laughs> there's a there's a fucking tractor beam. Bring fusion cannon online. Optimus is making a hilarious face. If you go to uh, what is it? Oh, by the way, uh, Dinobot's like, um, we can't shoot it right now. The fusion reactor's at 65%. On uh, 2B.TV, go to uh, 1042 and look at Optimus's face. I'm now tempted to make that the show art for the episode. They're trying to power the arc. Sorry, 1042. 1042, yeah. Optimus's face is Just in time for one of those really ominous silences. Fucking yeah. Gtor. <laughs> Optimus's, Optimus's face is very much like somehow you gotta know Meg's just will never lighten up. <laughs> uh so they start floating and you said 10. Sorry, I'm just catching up here. 1042, Optimus's face. Is it the one where he's like Kinda, he just looks yeah. sad? Yeah. <laughs> he yells a tractor beam uh-huh and yeah they so the the nemesis is firing a tractor beam at arc mountain pulling rocks up to pull the ship out presumably yep. so they can so it's easier to shoot at i yeah and um and um so rocks. i have a pro i have a problem i i alluded to this earlier big, i have a problem big ass problem giant ass plot hole here so megatron is powering up the fusion cannon and exposing arc mountain to destroy the ark the fucking decepticons are on the ark his ancestors Me megatron's husk without his spark mind you without his Wait. spark yeah so I get at the end of season two, like Megatron, like creating a time storm by like blowing up the head of Optimus Prime. But like, if he just destroys the Ark like wholesale, like That's he's going destroying... he's going to destroy the, the Decepticons too because they're in stasis lock on the Ark as well. They're still there. They're not on the Nemesis. They're on the Ark. We saw them. So presumably, what this means is. So Earthlings, humanity, helped the Autobots win the war against the Decepticons. Yes. By destroying all of them, 
the Autobots don't win the war against the Decepticons, and the Decepticons okay. win naturally. But then, not if he kills them all, right here, which is but what aren't he's these trying just to do. The, aren't these just the ones that were on the Nemesis chasing after Optimus and the Ark? And there's a bunch more back on Cybertron. There are, yeah. But then, if Megatron's dead, how can Megatron Beast Wars take his namesake, and we have a we have a time, yeah, a time paradox, folks. <laughs> a fish and it's, mailed, it's smart. if you will. <laughs> yeah, a big old fish and mailed. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're they're Predacon. Sorry, they're Decepticons. All all the ones that were on the Nemesis in in the arc there. And yeah, they just basically them. the important Decepticons from G one, other than Shockwave. The important are... Cybertrons. Oh, Shockwave and um... Shockwave stayed behind on Cybertron, but w- you're basic... in charge, Shockwave. Basically, all the important ones are on the Ark in Stasis Lock and Megatron for millions of years. For millions of years, and Megatron here, his plan is to blow up the Ark while the Decepticons are still on board. Christopher don't like that. No. Doesn't make sense. He's a dragon, like, man. He's a dragon. Why is he a dragon? I, we have... <laughs> it's a giant, like, gaping plot hole. That I, and I the unfortunately... stone of their protection shall rise upward in I, my gaping plot hole. I, I unfortunately cannot shove my throbbing head cannon into that gaping plot hole like i i just i can't make it work usually so any if anybody's new to to the show when christopher or i or both have a problem we both talk sometimes christopher is like oh but what if this or this or sometimes we like make up something so yeah yeah that's fine that makes sense yeah i i got nothing no i got nothing either that's bad i He's gonna kill himself. I, if just shooting Optimus would create a time storm where there's no Maximals, yeah, shooting Megatron or destroying all the Decepticons, just as bad. Should get rid of all the Predacons too. Yeah, by that uh, logic, inc- right? including him. Which we know he doesn't give a shit about other Predacons, but. He does care about himself, so I can't see him like wanting to time storm himself out of existence. And let's say the Decepticons, millions of years in the future, do beat the Autobots naturally, right? Yeah. If taking out Optimus, sorry, uh, Optimus Prime G1, destroys the Maximals of the future because they don't align with the the humans and, and beat the Decepticons, Right. Then, by that logic, taking out the Decepticons would be bad too. Yeah. So, if one phases out, then the other should. Yep. Here, this is my reasoning. You might disagree. The Decepticons would win with or without Megatron's help. And taking out everyone on the Ark, the Decepticons left on Cybertron win without the help of everyone on the Ark. Because the Autobots never meet the humans in the future. Mm. But 
and sure. thus Megatron and the Predacons would still be alive. Sure. Uh, yeah. It was anyway. <laughs> it it also this. kind of uh, retcons the the whole covenant of Primus that he is so fond of suddenly in this episode. It does. Well, yeah, because he he mentions that like he took his name, the name Megatron, from the covenant of Primus. But then if. But then, if he there is no Megatron in the past, then his name would be Dip. Okay, I I don't. <laughs> well, we find, he's insane. Well, he's insane. That's this is my new answer. He's insane. Well, we find out in the god awful uh, new uh, Beast Wars comic book that apparently his name was Galovar. Galovar. Yeah, there's a there's a Beast Wars comic and uh, which. Um, Christopher is Sucks. fond of the artwork for, <laughs> and um, our friend of the show, um, Candace, um, she wanted to like the comic. Let's just, let's just say that all of us wanted to like the comic. Yeah, I've read the the first. It's up to like issue four or five now, and I have like four of them like sitting on my coffee table. I've read like the first like two. And, like, just haven't even bothered. I keep buying it because I'm like, eh, well, you know, uh, I'll keep supporting it. Maybe and they're not that expensive. Yeah. And maybe they'll, uh, Get I don't good. Know, maybe, maybe the creative team will change. Maybe if I can, if I support the book long enough, like, yeah. it, it, it won't get canceled. And eventually the creative team will change and we might actually get a decent Beast Wars comic. Yeah. And as Christopher knows a thing or two about throwing money at something hoping that it'll change which is why he shifted some funds around on, <laughs> on uh patreon yeah which i talked about in the 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 this week's outtake so go and go and check that out fusion cannon at 70 percent yep so uh, what's happening here there's a there's a tractor oh, beam actually this is um i i should have brought this up earlier at the beginning of the episode Speaking of Beast Wars comic books, so long before the like terrible current Beast Wars comic that's being put out by IDW, uh, there was a two miniseries that were released back in 2006 for the 10th anniversary of Beast Wars called Beast Wars The Gathering and Beast Wars The Ascension. They were written by a writer named Simon Furman. Uh, Simon Furman actually wrote uh, Nemesis Part 2. This episode I, that we're on right now. Hmm. I, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I just, Have you read those? Uh, I read Beast Wars The Gathering back in the day. It was, it was kind of cool. It, uh, it utilized a lot of characters who were toys but weren't featured in the show. And it came up with this weird like quantum like shift reason where they're basically like slightly they're basically like slightly out of time with the cast of the show so they're there observing what's going on but like the cast of the show can't see them because they're slightly out of phase it's some oh. sci-fi it's some sci-fi 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 stuff yeah yeah um 
It wasn't bad though. I I never read the the follow up to it, Beast Wars: The Ascension, but hmm. yeah. Anyway, they were written by the guy who wrote this episode. Today I learned. And they well, who I... live as beasts confront their final cycle. So Optimus is almost getting hurled into the engines, which are big, like cyber, like clockwork, like blades. Is this just a tractor beam that shreds what it's pulling in? Or are these supposed to be like the engines or the thrusters or something? Is this just a device to shred whatever they're pulling in with the tractor beam? Uh, What's going on here? Maybe. There's like rocks flying up and blades like chopping at the rocks and Optimus is like flying up towards it. Maybe the what it's designed to do. So it's a tractor beam to like pull like ships in and whatnot. But if you're firing it in space, you're going to get space debris. Chunks of whatever you're fighting. Chunks of whatever, like, and like space debris, like thing, like random, like little particles, like floating out in space or whatever. Yeah. And so those are going to be pulled toward you. And this thing is designed to break those down. So they don't collide with the ship. Makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. what I got. <laughs> it grind, grinds it all up. Yeah. Yep. Fusion reactor currently at 90% and rising. Oh, shit. Soon it will all be over. Any Maximal still alive will perish. And blah, 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 blah. Beast Wars once and for all. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Beast Wars <laughs> once and for all. <laughs> that, that basically, that's that's what he's on about. That that is one of my favorite things you said on this show. Yeah, yeah, a little ways back. <laughs> uh, that, that could be summed up like you know how everyone's got oh Cheetor says some Cheetor bullshit. If yeah. we if there was ever a Megatron says some Megatron bullshit, it's. <laughs> it's, it's that. It's him yeah. ranting about how he's going to win the Beast Wars once and for all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think that was in part of the... Um, did I hear an audio clip of that at one point? The... Uh, no, you just said that. Oh, I just, I just said I, that. Yeah, you were like, I'm amazed there are actually plans on this show again. Because normally it just, it's just like... <sighs> Blah, 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 blah. Beast Wars once and for all. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's in like a, an episode with like Transmutate or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what's going on here? Optimus like wedges the grinder with like one of his wings. Uh, and gets inside the nemesis. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. And the others are floating in the arc. And there's an interesting thing. Rhinox is barking orders at everyone, and um, Black Arachnia says, I need a conduit cable to finish the connection. And she looks over, and she rips Rat Trap's tail off him. And Rat Trap says, Oh, hey, you emasculating fembot. <laughs> and she, like, grips um, um, his tail, like, smirking. And then with her claws, clips the tail like off so that she has like a metal rod. 
And when she clips the tip off, Silverbolt watching goes, oh. Just and I'm like, tip. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What the fuck? I love that exchange, but what the heck? <laughs> well, now we know um, what they get up to. <laughs> well, now we know that Silverbolt is not circumcised. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he winced when he saw the, yeah. the, the rat trap's tail, the tip of his tail get cut off. Yeah. So she uses his tail as a cable. And I love this. She's like, yes, now the main thrusters are connected to Teletron 1. And uh, Rat Trap's like, it's Teletran. Um, actually. Yeah, he's like, it's Teletran. And she's <laughs> like, oh, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there are two A's in there. So to me, that reads as Teletron. Uh, y- yeah. So... Teletran. Teletran, <laughs> man. Teletran. Don't have a Teletran, man. Don't have a Teletran one, man. <laughs> so Rhinox is like, pedal to the metal, kids. Yeehaw. And he like pulls a fucking lever. <laughs> I, but I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they're, they're trying to like get the arc into the air, but it's not working. Uh, yeah. Because they don't to- have enough power. Optimus bursts on into the bridge of the of the Nemesis. And it's like, oh shit. It's the final showdown between yeah. Boss Monkey and Boss Lizard? Yeah. Boss Dragon. Dra- Boss Dragon. Yeah, I I love this. Um Megatron is like grimacing at him. He's like, oh well, come on, let's have it. The usual destiny and honor speech. And Optimus is just like speech this and fucking clocks him in the face. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I can't remember who is the guy that wrote this. Uh, Simon Furman. Fucking thank you. Uh, I think this is pretty good. <laughs> and Dino, like Clone, a lot of it. Dino Clone 2 loves it too because he smiles and chuckles. <laughs> yeah, he's like <laughs> chuckling to himself. Like, just yeah. watching. Yeah. Not doing anything. Yeah. We cut back to the arc a little bit, and Rhinox is, like, pulling levers, and he's like, fuel pumps! Go on! <laughs> Be- behind uh, Red Alert, just kick his corpse to the side. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Silverbolt's like, which one is Red Alert? And he's like, I don't know. God damn it! Hook some jumper cables up over there to Starscream. He's one of them deceptive chops anyway. Eehaw. <laughs> we'll use their spark for energy. Fuck them. Who cares if he does? <laughs> it's us or them. And honestly... Rat Trap, grab me a beer. Rat They're floating over by the mini fridge. <laughs> They're floating over by Soundwave. <laughs> it's, it's, it's humorous because like they, they should all be floating around in the background, right? Yeah, yeah. All the Autobots in the set. Yeah, <laughs> but like, they're not. Rhinox is in the, the captain's seat. So where's Optimus Prime? Is he like, <laughs> just choking around somewhere in the yeah. air? I wish they had shown that. Uh, prob- like, so, probably would have been too expensive to animate. So let me get this straight. 
the um <laughs> there's an there's a volcano going off in the future that yeah. wakes all of these that wakes teletran one off but the yeah. protocols are the maximals mount saint hillary mount saint hillary yeah but the predacons and maximals fucking around shooting them <laughs> activating teletran auto activating the auto cannons trying to fly this bitch nothing yeah <laughs> Look, they metal hard they are meddling with the arc so fucking much and nothing yeah they yeah, wake a, teletran one up to use the the ship like i <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, was it, why wasn't Teletran 1 at this point all like, restore, 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 scanning Repair. for disguises. Repair, <laughs> restore, restore. I will restore the, the Decepticons first. <laughs> all of them, not just randomly. Every single, I will restore every single Decepticon first and allow them to leave before I restore Autobots, even though I am Autobot computer. And the Decepticons will just leave all the Autobots alone and leave the Ark for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking it's, about the it, first few episodes of yeah. G1, folks. It's, which we which we covered on episode 35 of Too Much Energon, so go back. It, it's pretty humorous if you want to hear us review the, the first few episodes of G1. It's, it's pretty hilarious. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't mind doing some more G one episodes. Not not the entire series or anything, but like, like some more some cat. more G Yeah, some more G one episodes here and there. We get one of these from Megatron. I can't believe I've seen this on the show. He like winds up a punch. <laughs> Popeye like twists up an arm and punches Optimus, and I'm like awfully comical we for a final showdown. Uh, we we have seen that before. Like Wait, I, I think we have. I think we've seen Rat Trap do that before. Did he did he wind up a punch? Yeah, we we definitely have. We've seen it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I said it, I was like, "Wait, that does sound familiar." So after the punch to the jaw, Optimus gets up and he spits out one of his teeth, and it's a, a very human, human tooth. Yeah, very human looking tooth. But we've seen. Optimus's parts that look like their teeth, and it's just a metal plate. It's not like Megatron's, which have individual like textures. And for so, some reason, when he's a dragon, his teeth are all fucked up. And there's even more spaces in between them. I like his teeth weird. are even worse than mine, for Christ's sake. For Christ's sake. Well, sometimes one must pay for power with beauty. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, Everything human has tooth, a price. Cheers. And in my case, it's increasing the gaps between my teeth. Whatever. I can shoot ice and fire. Which I don't think we've seen him do since that one time. Well, he shot ice once. What? Only once? Yeah. He shot it, When he first got the form, he shot ice and fire. We've and seen we him see shoot fire. fire. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't seen ice since. When he was fighting Tigerhawk, did he shoot ice? No, no, he didn't. I don't think so. Huh. No. Well, everything's floating around, and uh, Rat Trap's like, "Come on, Big Green, light this big candle or something." And Rhinox is like, "All right, pedal to the metal, kids! Yeehaw!" <laughs> <laughs> Puts this shit in, into eleventh gear. 
And uh, indeed, the arc's engines like spark and ignite and seem to turn and work. Yeah, I am just as surprised as anyone else. But unfortunately, um, the rat trap tail cable burns out. Yeah, and the engines power down. Hmm. Yep. Sorry, I'm just trying to find exactly where we are. Around fourteen eleven, the part where um, Megatron's lecturing Optimus with the fucking Bible in his hand. Hurts there not came a hero. <laughs> hurts not the earth, nor the sea, nor the trees, nor the very fabric of time. But the hero would not prevail. And Optimus finish. is like, finish the quote, Megatron. And, and Optimus Nor would continues. he surrender. Yeah. Nor he leaps he toward Megatron. And Megatron grabs him with his dragon head hand and like he grabs Optimus right by the head. Yeah. And like, and like I don't know, Cyber Venom or cyber something? Dragon Venom? Yeah, cy Cyber Venom. Something. Because he like flashes red and purple. He's like, like shorting he's out weak. now. There's a slow motion part where Megatron's like walking towards him, but it's just choppy and at like five frames per second. It's weird. <laughs> We've seen it before on the show, folks. Yeah, it's their version of slow-mo is just like lowering the frame rate. It's so basically, pretty comical. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, Megatron is kicking, is kicking Optimus's butt now, and he throws him in front of Dinobot. Yeah. Back on the arc, they're still getting sucked up into the, um, the uh, tractor beam, and Rat Trap's doing Rat Trap shit. No power, no weapons. We're all gonna die. And this time, Rhinox looks up at him, and he's like, "Yep." Yeah, and I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> is that the first Vic time anyone's agreed with that statement? Victory is at hand, and Dino Clone Two is like uh, a, a coward's victory. The Ark is defenseless. Not much sport in this. So yeah, the old Dinobots coming back. Yeah, not much sport in it. It is and a coward's victory. It is, yeah. And Dinobot has a moment where, like, his eyes kind of perk up, and he, like, looks around, and then starts, like, doing some typing on the, the Nemesis uh, computer panel, and he brings up a schematic of the arc, and he zeroes in on, like, a one... A secret compartment? A sec yeah, it? like, a secret section of it, mm. and he... And he uh, looks really satisfied with his work. Yeah, yeah, he smiles and nods to himself and he uh transmits that to the that those schematics that he just uh uh he he transmits them to the arc to the arc so that the maximals can see. And indeed up on a monitor, um we hear Teletran say um incoming um class 3 emergency data. And yeah. it homes in on the the secret compartment. Yeah. Cheetor is like, oh, what does this mean? Rhinox is like, we might just have a weapon. Come on, kids. And he jumps off the comically gigantic captain's chair. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a little kid jumping off of a couch. <laughs> so where, yeah, so he was on the like huge like captain's yeah. chair. Where was Optimus Prime? That, that's what I was trying to say. Did they just float <laughs> around the room? 
<laughs> They're just pushing gigantic Autobots and Decepticons out of the way. Yeah, like... <laughs> it, it didn't even show where they were. Dragontron uh, is in dragon mode and is all like, I am Alpha and Omega, op Optimal Optimus. Yeah. Yeah. Now and forever. Can Until the end of time. time. Now, while they're helpless, like little children, fire! Destroy them! And, and um, uh, Optimus but, yells Megatron no, and Megatron, in his dragon form, lights Optimus on fire. Yeah. Burns Optimus, like, yeah, like, cries out in pain. And I'm like, oh. Megatron beat him. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, and so the 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 thing that uh, Dino Clone sent to the Maximals on the Ark was the existence of an Autobot shuttle. Yeah, yeah. Which, and uh, um, we get a, a history lesson from Black Arachnia. She's like, "Wait a second, the history archives never mentioned anything like this." Remember how we joked when she was a Maximal, she was a librarian. Yeah, yeah. Here she is talking about history, and she's like, "Yeah, this was this wasn't in the history books." And, and uh, indeed, Rhinox, because if they take the shuttle, self-fulfilling prophecy. If they yeah, take the yeah. shuttle, then there would be no shuttle in the future. Yeah. So that <laughs> that kind of makes sense. Good, good catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rodox is like, it's not in the history books because history's still being made, girl. Yeehaw! Everybody in. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh... Uh, fusion so cannon. Saying, uh, fusion cannon. Blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, fusion cannon is at full power. The Autobot shuttle launches, and uh, uh, Dragontron orders Dino Clone to destroy them. And Dino Clone hesitates and turns, and then like snarls and is like negative. I love that. Yeah, he's me talking too. to him in dragon form, which is just humorous to me. Because there's a dragon behind Dinobot's shoulder, like, blah, 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 destroy them. <laughs> it's, just, it's just weird that there's a dragon on the show. Why? Yeah, but I, I like what, it. Pos what possible reason do you have to disobey me? I am your creator. I am your master. Oh, and while this is happening, it briefly cuts to, um, sorry, just brief, uh, briefly cuts to the arc. And the others are seeing Rhinox off. Rhinox oh, is right. in the shuttle, yeah. and the others are like Silverbolt salutes him, and they watch him fly off. Right, yeah. Straight yeah, towards I did, the nemesis. Yeah, I didn't mention that it was just Rhinox. It's, in the, it's the just shuttle. Rhinox, yeah. Yeah. So Rhinox is doing some all or some nothing potential suicide mission shit. Interesting and, uh, that it's Rhinox, yeah. Sorry, you were saying, what possible reason do you have to disobey me? He seems so shocked. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I'm like, this is Dinobot's clone. <laughs> wow, is this, a, how is this a shock to you, boy? And uh, this, this moment gave me chills when I first watched this episode, when it originally aired, when I was 14 years old. Man, this must and have even, And even now, watching it, I'm like... It's such a like stand up and like cheer moment because Dinobot. I get I get chills. 
Dinobot responds to Megatron by saying, and I have my honor. Dinobot's back. It's brief, but Dinobot's back. Yeah, and Megatron freaks out, grabs him, and tosses him across the room. I thought he was going to, like, rip him in half or something. And he lands right beside the downed Optimus. Yeah. Yeah, and he says, stand aside, traitor. Yep. Um, and observe as I fulfill my destiny. And in the background, while he's giving... This, man, Megatron, you talk too much. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, he's like, he's like a Bond villain. Yeah, we've <laughs> said that many times. And as he turns around to press a big red button, he like looks up. I love this. And his eyes go wide, and then Dinobot and Optimus both look at each other. <laughs> and Megatron's like, what? <laughs> in the, in the, the, he says, what? What? In a lot of funny ways what? on the show. <laughs> this is the most I've what? heard him... This is the most I've heard him be afraid. So, good job. Mm -hmm. Good job with that. <laughs> and, uh... Rhinox. And it's Rhinox, like a fucking Rhin boss sitting in a gigantic Autobot <laughs> chair. Yeah, he fucking kamikazes this shuttle right through the bridge of and the he Nemesis. Says, For everything that ever was. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> and he's yelling, and as it cuts to Rhinox yelling, it cuts to Megatron yelling too. And he smashes through like the the window, the plexiglass, whatever it is, and just nails Megatron. Yeah. And cuts through the, the ship and exits out the other side. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, you could have just destroyed the bridge, but, like, he also hit Megatron? Had to be Rhinox, man. Yeah. I've been complaining that he's been on, like, babysitting duty for, like, ugh. A season and a half. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, he's still in his, like, base form that he got yeah. at the so beginning fair. of the show. So Maybe he can't, um, as far as, like, um, weapons and defenses go, maybe he can't really hold a candle when it comes to fights against no, all the transmetals and the fusors. No, I think it's just Hasbro is like, well, no one, no one's buying Rhinox toys anymore. He's in the background. He's doing Rhinox things. Don't don't <laughs> worry about it. But um, Christopher and I have said on the show, Rhinox is actually one of our more favorite characters. Now that we're watching it as adults, yeah, yeah, I I didn't think much of him. Like I I liked him when I was a kid, but I didn't really think much of the character. He was but like. Eh. Watching it as an adult, Rhinox is legit, like, up there for being one of my favorite characters. He's fucking rad. He's, he's like, top, he's top three for me. Megatron is still probably I think, number one. I think he's at least top four. I think, I for think me, yours, is, yours is Megatron, Rat Trap, and then Rhinox. Uh, Megatron, Dinobot, Sorry, Dinobot, and Rhinox. Rhinox. Oh, he's he beats he beats um, Rat Trap. Ah, I think for me it's 
Ah, uh, it's it's hard. I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, can't really we'll, place them. We'll we'll talk about that on a a, a future. Maybe episode. we'll do our top three favorite and our least three <laughs> or top <laughs> three hated. Yeah. Uh, we'll 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 talk about we'll talk about that maybe on our like twenty fifth anniversary. Yeah, something too like much energon yeah. extravaganza episode. Yeah, energon extravaganza. So we're 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 almost done. The, the finale of Beast Wars. Um, yeah. Optimus still on the bridge as presumably the nemesis is going to blow the fuck up or at least crash again. He, yeah. he turns to Dinobot after seeing like that he just turned against Megatron, even if not physically in, in spirit, right? Like he refused to follow his orders. And he yells, um, save yourself. Yeah. And I guess he can't be, well, or he doesn't try or whatever, because his last words are farewell, Optimus Primal. And indeed, there's not really enough time because as the Nemesis's bridge is blowing up, Optimus is forced to super ape away. Yeah. It wasn't a matter, like there wasn't even a second or two for anyone else to get off. I, I feel like this was a fitting end for Dino Clone too. You know what? That that was so much better than I thought it was going to be. Like how fucking fitting it is for the for Dino Clone to thwart, even if it's just thwarting him for ten seconds, just long enough to turn the tides. And yeah. keep in mind, the whole reason Rhydox got to do his suicide mission was because of his sneak, Dino Clone sneaky, yeah, sending him the the um, the schematics of the arc, yeah. So good on you, good on you, Dino Clone. May may you rest in peace, good sir. Rip in pieces in the halls <laughs> of Cyber Valhalla. Uh, yeah. Silicone Valhalla. Silicone what, Valhalla. Yeah, is what he is what he called it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, forgot, I forgot that that is actually what yeah. he called it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in, uh, <laughs> in the low road. Yeah, he mentions that uh, Silicone Valhalla. Yeah, that that's I, I actually completely forgot. I'd always said he's like a Viking or samurai or whatever. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Would it be interesting if let's say there is a Silicone Valhalla? I think that Dinobot and Dino Clone would definitely be in it, given the prerequisites needed to enter Valhalla. Yeah. yeah. I like thinking that they meet each other. <laughs> Dino Clone and, and uh, Dinobot meet each and, other, and they do like the Spider-Man meme where they're like pointing <laughs> at each other. And maybe. the first Dino Clone is in there too, but he's only in his raptor form. <laughs> And a bunch of cyber raptors are just hanging out, like watching, <laughs> jumping around. <laughs> uh, so the nemesis, it's crashing. Yep, shit goes down. It goes off in the horizon. They, I don't actually think they see where it lands. So it, presumably, if this is all a self fulfilling prophecy, it lands back in the water somewhere. No, I think um, in G1, they actually find the Nemesis like crashed out in the desert or something. 
It was in the water, and they try to make a new one, don't they? Or does this? No, the second one lands in the water. I'm looking it up. We just watched this, people. I sw I swear we <laughs> were fans. No, no, I, I'm look I, I'm looking up specifically where it's found in the G1. G1 cartoon. Why am I remembering water? Is the second one they? Oh, Christopher, that's why. Remember when um, Mirage cra crashes it? He like blows a bunch of shit up. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the one that lands in the water. So that lands yeah. in the water. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the that... second one, they built that from scratch. Well, that that's the same Nemesis. That's this ship. Okay, so that so that ship crashed into the water in that episode, which is why in this episode of Beast Wars they find the Nemesis in the water. But when it they doesn't... crash that, that's in modern times. On G one. Right. No, that that was four million years ago. And then the show jumps ahead four million years to nineteen eighty four. Oh so, sorry, so before um they were all in stasis, it crashed where? Uh the Nemesis. It crashed into the ocean, which is why uh Megatron finds it in the ocean. Yeah. There's there's an episode in nineteen eighty five of G1 where the wreck of the nemesis is discovered in a desert in South America. Okay. So that's what you were thinking of. So actually it's kind of cool because this kind of brings it full circle because in the G1 cartoon, we see it in the beginning of the series crash into the water and right. then, right. But there's no, no one on it. Correct. There's no one on it. And then they so we, build a new one? No, they don't build a new one. No. Um, and so in these episodes of Beast Wars, which are sometime between four million years ago when they crashed in modern and, day. and modern day, this Megatron pulls it out of the water and gets into a battle, and then it crashes on land somewhere we see in the horizon. And then in an episode of G1 uh, in season two, presumably, because it's 1985, not 1984, they find it in South America underground. So it does kind of bring it full circle. It brings, because it the, brings things the full circle. The first nemesis. No, it, there's, only, in the... there's only one nemesis. Okay, there's okay. I don't know why I confused myself. The nemesis crashed in the water millions of years ago. Yeah. But the Decepticons were boarding the Ark in space. Which yeah. is why they're all on the Ark. Yeah. It's a weird plan to me to abandon your like mega powerful warship, just like bring everyone <laughs> <laughs> to board the enemy ship. But well, good thing okay. Teletran woke, woke them up. Yeah, good guess. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um why so why am I thinking that they built a different ship when well, they were gathering built, Energon? Well they, they built another ship. It's oh, not but the it's nemesis, not the nemesis, right, the, right, right? They built another ship uh in uh more than meets the eye. Really they, quickly. Go on. Yeah, very, like very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> those uh those uh, Decepticons are industrious folk. So So it does. It makes sense. Yeah, so it all lines up. Yeah, so basically like 
it seems like this was like a goof in G1 where they're like in the first episode, it crashes into the ocean. But then like in season two, they find the nemesis not crashed into the ocean, like but crashed in South America somewhere. So Beast Wars is actually like a goof. It, it totally does. So, but Beast, Beast Wars, Wars here is explaining how the nemesis got from being underwater. It's to fixing being... that plot hole. Yeah. Beast Wars one. <laughs> G one. G one zero. Yeah. I mean, I would. I like that. True. It actually fixes a plot hole. Yeah. I, I would say I Beast would say Wars one. G one zero is generally true. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> from what i've seen even as much as we complain about uh uh seasons two and three of beast wars um yeah speaking of beast wars so uh uh oh, yeah sorry, yeah optimus they, the they fly they fly off in the shuttle into space so it wasn't a kamikaze yeah well it could have been it, it seemed it like it could have been. been i thought rhinox was like I'm back. And he was pulling like an Independence Day into the <laughs> into yeah. the the ship, but no, I, I he sniped Megatron right out of the ship. Yeah, and um, like you said, they're all on that shuttle going home. The shuttle has a transwarp capability. Yep, and indeed, they're off they go, leaving everything there. Leaving the um, arc very exposed, though. They're actually yep. leaving. They're going home. Yeah, they're leaving. They're going home. And uh, Optimus says some... Optimus bullshit. Some from Optimus Bible bullshit. Cyber at, Bible. At this point. <laughs> there will, in the darkest hour, there will be a light. Yeah. And uh, Rat Trap's like, oh, best thing is we don't need to see Mega Ugly's ugly mug... Until we get back to Cybertron. <clears throat> there's a there's a one thing that he, he says um, that I like when he references Dinobot. Because uh, Optimus is like, in the darkest hour, there will be a light, right? Um, Rat Trap is like, yeah, from a very um, an unexpected source. Um, old Chopper Face's clone. Who would have thunk mm. it? Certainly not me. No. I, I was not. No, I I am very pleasantly surprised. And so the yeah the the Autobot shuttle uh, jumps into transwarp. We see as it's flying away that you were saying Meg that he said at least we don't have to hear from Megs. Yeah, yeah, basically the whole trip uh, because Megatron is strapped outside the shuttle to the back <laughs> of it. So, yeah. Thing. And indeed, he's got like energy bindings on the the outside of the ship, the ship, and he's just screaming, flailing helplessly. Yeah, I, man, I, I feel like having Destroying someone outside him would be okay. Well, no, no, but uh, I, I feel like having someone like chained to the outside of the ship when you go into transwarp. <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe not the best idea. And, uh, that might be a thing that comes up in, uh, oh, in, uh, 
a, a certain show that follows this one that we may or may not cover that we we may talk about perhaps talk oh, I about forgot. The there's, a, there's a false ending there's there's two endings i completely forgot oh right this. right yeah oh my I, God. I was all ready to be like and they jump into transwarp back to cybertron series over folks um the camera it's it's nighttime there's a full moon and it shows that the humans um the proto-humans are like living in huts now and there's like tribal music playing and we see quick strikes arm but it, one of them's just using it as like a like an air like musical instrument it's like blowing a through it yeah, somebody's yeah. one of the the apes is like banging on inferno's head like a fucking drum they're using Quick Strike's claws to hold like a rotisserie chicken over a flame. They're actually using Inferno's butt as a fire, as a barbecue. Did you see that? Yes, yes, I did. I just caught that. That's funny. And so um, that, one of the kids so has that's Quick how Strike's Neander face as that's a mask. How, that's how Neanderthals discovered fire. That, it's canon. It, yep. It's true. That's and um, there's like a history, folks. There's a throne. And there's a bunch of apes like holding frongs, right? And they like pull the the leaves away, and on a throne, Waspinator sits, and yeah. he's drinking like a like a fucking uh, pina colada with an umbrella in it. <laughs> and, and go ahead, you you can do a good you you your Waspinator is close to your heart. And uh, yeah, Waspinator, he, he's looking pretty happy. He's living the high life. And he says, Waspinator, happy at last. That's how it fucking ends, people. And that Waspinator leads mankind. It, he he didn't want to fight. And you know what? Good for Waspinator. And I'm glad he finally I'm so found. Happy. I'm glad he finally found his calling in life, you know? Fuck all the Predacons, except Waspinator. I, man. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. We're done, people. We're fucking yeah. done. We, um, we did it. I, I, I can't believe it. That's Beast Wars. Every single fucking episode right here. <laughs> yeah, we, we covered uh, all 52 episodes of Beast Wars over the course of nearly a year now. At the time of recording, it is July 1st, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, Canada Day. I like to call it Great Value Brand, 4th of July. <laughs> President's <laughs> Choice, 4th of July. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we recorded our first episode of Too Much Energy on, on July 30th of 2020. And it's now July 1st, 2021. And we have... Finished Beast Wars. We've finished the Beast Wars once and for all. <laughs> we we did. Um it's yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's um this is the first thing that I've done in a long time. The first like creative endeavor that I've done in a long time where I've actually like completed it. Actually like Never. done it. Every fucking week, man. Like, Sam's, what was it? Christmas? It was two weekend. weeks over the course of uh, New Year's. Uh, Christmas and New Year's. Um, where we where we didn't do any recording, but 
Uh, and this is your first that, um, laser comb <laughs> production. It is, yeah. Yeah. And now we have several other podcasts that we do. Uh, going strong. All Every last one of them. Except and, that uh, one that has fallen behind schedule. Uh, um, Saturday? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, the mistake is believing somebody, a certain someone, when he says, "Oh, I'll catch up on that this weekend. I'll, I'll make a, I'll make a point of, of doing it." I should have yeah. known. I should, I should, I should have yeah. just stepped in. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It, it is what it is. Um, the season. But we did it. Yeah, and I mean, thanks to everyone who's listened along the way. And if you're discovering this after the fact, uh, thank you anyway. And thank you, NeoCal, for doing this show with me. Yeah, uh, just to... Sincerely. Well, yeah, I I really appreciate it. And we'll talk maybe a bit more about it at at a recap and other episodes or whatever. But if Mm -hmm. anyone's catching this, like... You know, Christopher Siege was like, man, I, I need to get around to like doing one of the projects I'm doing. I, I keep saying I want to and fuck it. You know what? Like, do you want to do a Beast Wars thing? And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'm doing this Beast Wars thing. <laughs> no, but I, I'm doing it. I haven't seen it all. It's going to be like going in like like all that I just watched that Christopher and I just talked about. That was the first time I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And most of the the show has been like that. Uh, half, maybe half the second half of it. And I want to say thank you, Christopher Siege, for inviting me to the Too Much Energon. Uh, thank you to the listeners too. When we started it, <laughs> we had no idea there's a comic coming. We had no idea that like. Um, War for Cybertron was going to tie into Beast Wars. We didn't know there's a movie. There's a movie, which we ranted about at the beginning of this. Yep. We were just like, fuck it, Beast Wars. Didn't even uh, know there were other Beast Wars podcasts that we exist. We didn't. No. No, not at all. I was like, there's no way, like, some. We're going to that... get like 10 listeners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was like, there's no way there's been another Beast Wars podcast. I, I have found three. That uh, that exists. One of them has not been updated in a decade. Well, another they, one they beat us to it by a decade. <laughs> another one uh, finished up a couple of years ago. Um, they follow our, our uh, too much energy on Twitter account. So shout out to them, Axelon Archives. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, another one is Stasis Log, but they seem to more. I've listened to a few of their episodes. Uh, one of their hosts, uh, Candace Santora, has been on a couple of episodes of this show. Uh, friend of the show, Candace, so shout out to her. Uh, might have her on the show again. Who knows? Hopefully. Um, uh, their show is still going strong. So uh, if you don't want to hear us... Uh, if listening to us like joke about fucking eye lasers and Cheetor saying some Cheetor bullshit just isn't enough, and you're looking for <laughs> other ways of covering Beast Wars, maybe go check their show out. Yeah. Um, 
With that in mind, here on Too Much Energon, we rate episodes on the Too Much Energon scale, which ranges from not enough Energon to a to a significant amount of energy. A su significant, sufficient. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> it's late and I'm exhausted, people. Yeah, uh, sufficient amount of Energon to too much Energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Yeah. Uh. Cal of the Neo, my friend and co-host, how are you going to rate the final episodes of Beast Wars? Nemesis Part 1 was setting things up, made me go, really? Had a lot of Looney Tunes shit? Mm-hmm. But holy shit, that Part 2, it... Part two is is significantly better as, than part one. Whole, it gets a copious, large, striped, juicy, too much energon. <laughs> it's I, I fucking love it. Even the, there are dumb parts, but like the people yeah. I don't like are dead. The people I do like are are alive. They fucking catch Megatron. Man, there's some like Dinobot like completely unnecessary. Yeah. We get some Dinobot feels. I too much energon. It it definitely is <laughs> great. Uh, I'm gonna say the same. Uh, a resounding too much energon. There's some dumb shit, like you were saying. There's some Looney Tune stuff that doesn't really dynamite fit. trap. Yeah, dynamite <laughs> trap. Uh, episode like the whole like. The, the whole mission that Megatron, which you argued like was just to get rid of the idiots, but the, the whole like mission to find a new base that Megatron sends uh, Inferno and Quickstrike and Waspinator on, like it serves no purpose at all. Which is why he just yeah. wanted to get rid of them. I... <laughs> um, and then he blows them up later. It's, it's great. Uh, depth charge dies. I didn't like him, so I'm like good riddance. But at least they actually like resolved that storyline. They resolved uh, that storyline. Rampage. Um, Probably the best underwater sword fight scene in the world. Prove me wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> episode two, uh, way better than episode one. Uh, way, way better than it has any right being. Yeah, like, I love I, I love the Dinobot stuff and uh the nem like the shit with the nemesis is really cool. I find the I, I found the uh them like reading the Cyber Bible verses like got kind of old, but they did eh, it whatever. they should have done it at the beginning and then at the end. Yeah. <laughs> they do it a lot. Uh Megatron has some funny lines and uh Waspinator gets a vacation. Yeah, Waspinator <laughs> is finally happy. Quick strike and is leading the humanity to great heights. <laughs> Quick strike is dead. <laughs> um, yes. and uh, our our heroes go back to Cybertron. So if I, they get they get to go back with Black Arachnia and uh, um, who's the new and Silverbolt. Silverbolt, yeah. Um, Megatron planning to destroy the Ark while it had his ancestors on board. Questionable. <laughs> Feels like a big plot hole. 
And to be honest, I think the writer probably, I think the writer, it just didn't occur to the writer. Or they were like, fuck it, Megatron's crazy. Yeah, or that. But (laughs) Um, yeah. My my biggest complaint, other than some Looney Tunes stuff, blah, 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 whatever. It's a kid's show, right? The uh, rest of the Maximals didn't really get to do much. They just kind of sat around in their base. Yeah, that's fair. Getting sucked up by a tractor beam. Just yeah, they, they didn't do much. Cheetor, Black Arachne, or Ry- Rhinox but, uh, certainly did, but still great. Yeah, Rhinox got to go all like suicide mission. Yeah. Hold my beer. Might not be coming back. Yeehaw. <laughs> Wait, let me take one more swig of it before I go. All right. I drive better when I'm drunk anyway. Megzy, <laughs> uh, here I come. So a uh, a resounding too much energy on for the final episode of Beast Wars. It is yeah, done. We we did it. We um, did it. I've had some people on social media be like, "Oh, Beast Wars is done." So uh, it's been a wild ride, and uh, like, sorry, sorry to see that you're you're running out of uh, episodes to talk about because it's been a, it's been a fun show. Um, we have an announcement to make that we will be making next week about the future of Too Much Energon. Um, but suffice it to say, it may not necessarily be stopping here. So stay tuned because we will be back next week with uh, episode 47, the actual episode 47 of Too Much Energon. <laughs> Because this was yeah, look at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll be back next week with episode forty-seven of Too Much Energon, where we are going to recap uh, seasons two and three as a whole. We did very similar to what we did for season one. Uh, we didn't do a recap episode for season two because, well, season one was twenty-six episodes, and seasons two and three. Yeah, seasons two and three are only 26 episodes combined, so now feels like a good time to do a recap episode. So we'll be back next week with that. Maybe count down our favorite episodes and shit talk our least favorites. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, Best way to support the show. Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash lasercomb for a mere $5 Canadian per month. You get access to our Discord server, which is where we make all this wonderful laser comb magic happen. And you also get outtake audio from every show that we do each week. So, us. If you like, want to talk... hear us talk shit about non Beast Wars stuff. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, about life, the universe, and everything. Um, there, we release literally hours of content each week. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to hear us talk about non-just show stuff, there's hours of li- literal, sometimes more than the podcast. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> sometimes sometimes that preamble shit ends up being longer than the actual episode. Although this one, this, this one's going to be a gargantuan. Yeah, this but is it, a nemesis-sized episode. Yeah, but it's fitting, you know. Um, wherever you're listening to this show... Give it a like, give it a thumbs up, give it a subscribe, give it a five-star rating. Any and all of the above helps us out with visibility. And if you like us, tell your friends. 
especially if they yeah. like Beast Wars. And even if not, tell them anyway. Be like, hey, do it. <laughs> do it. These these two moderately funny, but not quite as funny as Stephen Colbert individuals. <laughs> but uh, anyway. True, uh, true <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, um, uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow the show on Facebook or uh, at uh, facebook.com slash too much energon or on Twitter at too much energon. If you want to follow on Facebook, Lasercomb Productions as a whole, facebook.com Lasercomb. There'll be links to every show that I produce. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can do so. Instagram.com slash Christopher Siege, S-I-E-G-E. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at Lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. And Cal, where can people I find do. you? I too, I'm on Twitter. Uh, Neo underscore Cal with a K. That's like my handle for everything. Yeah. PlayStation, Steam, Neo underscore Cal. Oh shit, you might get like three oh, friends. Oh shit, I shouldn't have said now. that. I might get like <laughs> three people trying to add me on Steam. Look out. <laughs> uh oh. Holy shit. The thing's um, getting too much, man. I'm falling out. <laughs> thing's getting too much. Too much. Uh, oh man, we've got over 50 listens in a month. <laughs> <laughs> the, fame, the fame's getting to me. <laughs> Uh, uh, if you want to listen to other shows that uh, one or both of us are involved with, uh, Alphanumeric, uh, me, Reboot, and Cal, me, Cal, and two other fine individuals do this, but we talk about Reboot, another mainframe show. Uh, me, Cal, and the Sniddler also do a show called War Planets, where we talk about yet another mainframe show from the 90s called Shadow mm -hmm. Raiders based on the War Planets toy line. Uh, we got a new episode of that dropping very soon. Oh, very soon. Uh, me and my partner have a podcast called Based On where we talk about movies based on books and the books that they're based on. We have a new episode of that coming soon as well uh, about Brett Easton Ellis's American Psycho and the movie that was film adaptation that came out in 2000, starring Christian Bale. Uh, one of my favorite books. I've never read the book, but the movie was a little bananas. It's, uh, uh, the, the book is even more bananas, and I'm a big fan of uh, Ellis's prose because it <laughs> reads like someone rambling on coke. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, which if you know anything about Brett Easton Ellis, like, it's pretty on brand for him. Um, it's getting late here, and we've already been going on for a long time, and I've still got a lot of post-production stuff to do, so we're going to get out of here. As I mentioned, we'll be back next week with episode 47 of Too Much Energon, where we recap seasons two of three. And until then, I have been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I'm your other host, NeoCal. And until next week, I still have my honor. Actually, I don't. I lost it long, a long time ago.
It died in the canyon long ago. <laughs> yeah. Waspinator uh, finally on vacation. Bye bye.